You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. Hey, it's Michael. And it's Jamie. And this week we're talking about that James Bond parody goodness known as the Kingsman. The Good. Golden Circle. Shit, golden something. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> golden hey, shower. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wow, there was some of that. Wow. There was. Almost. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on. They alluded to it. Don't shit on it yet. Uh, well, we're talking about the golden shower. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you can pee on me if you want. Some people think that's a positive, so. What am I really saying? I'm keeping it obscure until I reveal my true rating. It's anyway. not really obscure. You already showed your color. Uh, yellow. And it's gold. <laughs> it's gold. This is a good episode. Episode 51. We're over, we we're over the hump and cruder and worse than ever. All right. Well, this week we're talking about Kingsman, the Golden Circle, the sequel to the first. We've got Neo Yokio, the Jaden Smith fan fiction anime. Yay. Yay. <laughs> And then we're going to talk about some good anime to wash out, like to cleanse our palate with uh, My Hero Academia. Mm-mm, yes. And then we're going to finish off with News of the Week with Michael. But first, we're going to all that. We have some iTunes reviews. We do? Yes. We do. After <laughs> last <laughs> week's. <laughs> after I plead last week. I'm sorry. Please come back. We really guilted sad. people. <laughs> It was really, it was really pathetic because we're like basically begging for reviews. Like, it's our fiftieth episode. Where is everybody? Nobody loves us anymore. Like, some podcasts have like big like events on their fiftieth episode. Like, this is it. We hit a milestone. Us is like, hey guys, are you excited about the rest of the show, guys? <laughs> Hello. Anybody there? Cricket, cricket. Has anyone ever been here? <laughs> it's like a Silent Hill episode. Yeah. Or something. All right. Uh, Actually, I was making fun of the podcast app, but now it's actually been updated. So really, yeah. Let's see if with it actually, the iOS eleven. Yeah, well, it says with that we have only eighty nine reviews, so it's only one more than what we said last week. Yet there's like three or four reviews, so I guess maybe three people will re-reviewed us out of pity. Aw, <laughs> thanks guys. I'll Remember, guys, it. the draw, the winner of the one hundred uh, review drawing will get to be a guest. That's no, they no, don't want no, that. that's not what they want. <laughs> they scattered. We'll figure that. that. We'll figure that. We'll give them maybe options. Yeah, I'm gonna give them big prizes like comics, some uh, cosplay props that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, our last prize winner enjoyed the Spider-Man web shooter she got and the Avengers comic. But it's neither here nor there. First, let's begin some reviews. All right, so the first review comes from Red Warrior underscore one one six. The subject is one of the highlights of my week. Yeah. It's a five star review. Been listening to this podcast week to week for almost two months, and I'm still loving it. The fact that it's three people rather than two really amps up the different perspectives and creates a more diverse atmosphere, especially since all of them have different specialties in the realm of geeky media. <laughs> wow. We're like the A-team of <laughs> podcasting. Uh, while I don't always agree with them. There we go. This is like the quote of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't always agree with the them. The nerds you don't agree with. <laughs> Listening to them chat and sometimes yell, well, mostly yell with each other is a joy whether michael is being yelled at 
and constantly tested for his title as Mr. Prediction Head, or Jordan's being yelled at for not acknowledging the importance of his co-host. Did we read this? I know. No, you haven't no, no, read this. No, but wow, this man. is what I always tell you all the time. I got deja vu there. <laughs> well, Mr. Prediction Head is always right. <laughs> Fight me. And you don't find you don't find me important. Fuck you. I, I, I respect and appreciate both my co-hosts on Blurvers. Just like a, it's like a PBS. Like even, even people realize. Even people realize that. Yeah, exactly. Jordan you know, doesn't like his co-hosts. No, because he keeps forgetting our corners. Like he fucks up your name. He fucks up my corners in general. He skips it. Look, How dare you? It's not that I don't appreciate you guys. It's that I'm just a poor host. It's different. <laughs> I'm just not adequate as a host. I'll take that explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, P.S. Really enjoying episode 40 at the moment, but sad because I can't listen to the Inhuman Spores review. You're not missing anything. No, no worry about it. No, just listen to it. It's fine. <laughs> Since it doesn't premiere on TV until the 29th, and I'm not seeing that mess in theaters. <laughs> He's a smarter man than us. I recommend not to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that Don't was good. Don't see it at all. It's like Caesar. We do a thumbs down. <laughs> uh, P.S.S. Hopefully this review goes through. I actually wrote it pre-episode 49, but I guess the podcast app want to play it does it sucks Aww. episode 40 that's the spider-man homecoming episode uh he said 48 oh 48 yeah i thought you said 40 no, no, 48. never mind <laughs> hopefully you get it by episode 51 and we did yeah. wish we got episode by 50 but <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> uh but we did get a review from baker street shelves uh his subject is happy 50 episodes <laughs> <laughs> so close so close so, so close yeah so, yeah so far oh this is the pity review I was talking about it's a five star review but he says I'm sorry that you guys had no reviews last <laughs> week <laughs> so I'm here to make up for it and tell you that I got a new listener she's my co-worker and she was listening to the Death Note and It reviews after that she immediately subscribed and wrote a review for you guys yay, oh, yay thank you now thank listen you. to you when we drive in my truck it helps make a long day's work go faster is it because we always yell and we are like furious about things that we watch because both reviews like it we were like hyped because it was pretty good and Death Note it was shit so we were pretty hyped about that in a way yeah it's our passion people resonate people with people like us yelling P.S. love the Rick and Morty review and your thoughts on it and looking forward to what you have to say about Gerald's game wait what oh, remember the trailer the that I showed King? you the Stephen King trailer the about woman the woman tied up, in the bed. tied up on the bed husband dies the handcuffs and the dog at the end oh we got a review from awesome nick zero four. Oh, this is xander i'm sorry blurred vision five star reviews what uh. sorry i forgot to plug my instagram <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's xander nick so it's xander uh-huh. I, I revealed the twist before he revealed the twist again my bed. hi xander xander harris nicholas brending uh, buffy, buffy. <laughs> uh, every <yeah>. episode <laughs> We have another review from Chris Renteria27. The subject is still an awesome podcast. Hashtag scare Jamie. No! And that is our Ha-ha. third hashtag scare Jamie. So you know what that means. No, I don't. We brought the Fright hashtag. Fest. Yeah. No! Before they close. Yeah, we're going to do that too. We're going to do like a live vlog of um, Six Flags Fright Fest. No going to watch it. Says you. <laughs> yeah, says you. No going to You're it. not going to watch it. I can't watch it. I'm going to watch it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> But yeah, now we have to do like a, a vodcast, like a, a commentary of a horror movie. I don't know what you're movie. talking about. Well, we need to check the reviews of, because I don't want to pay for it if it's shit, but friend request, if it's good. Well, no, how we, how, we can't record that. You no, can't record no, that in the theater. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Actually. Oh, we just live it the entire time. Uh, just keep it on us. Don't put it on the movie theater. <laughs> as far as the review, Chris says, hey guys and gal, 
I've been wanting to re-review you guys for a while, and I just want to say the podcast is still great. Even though it's gotten longer, which is great, <laughs> and yes, I don't always agree with what you guys say, oh. but that's the great thing about having a podcast and being a nerd, right? We can have different opinions and talk about them, although come just, uh, although some just see it as a way to attack someone else. Anyway, congrats on the Big 50, and can't wait for the next 50. Also, from a movie news podcaster, cough, shameful plug, the Movie <laughs> Pit Podcast, cough, Michael, keep up the good work. Ah, oh, thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, and that, I think, is all the reviews for this week. All right, cool. Wrapping up, let's move right into our review, our movie review for the week. What is the movie first? Yeah, let's do, let's do Kingsman first. Let's start with Kingsman, the Golden Circle. We're from the Kingsman Taylor's shop in London. Maybe you've heard of us? Today marks the beginning of a new age. Wait, I'm gonna show you. Say goodbye to the Kingsmen. Kinda got a bit of a save the world situation here. Welcome to Statesman. As your American cousins, we'll be working side by side. Let's get started. We've got brains, skills, skipping rope. It's a lasso. Whatever. Dun dun dun. So, <laughs> how many years has it been? I don't even know how many years it's been. I think it's 2015. 2015? So it's been so two, two years, years since the original Kingsman. Yeah. And the original Kingsman was something of like a surprise hit. It was one of those things where it was like, oh, they're doing like a James Bond parody. That's kind of cool. But it was awesome. Oh, yeah. The original is definitely like one of my favorite movies of the year, mm-hmm. of that year. Because from what but I know, it's a comic book based? It's a comic book based movie. Yeah, Mark But it was, a, it was a surprise. No one was expecting that movie to be as good as it was. Mm-hmm. And like, not only was the action like epic, mm-hmm. for, what's the term? Um, like hyperkinetic action where it's like super fluid and follows, yeah. follows the movement of each action. And the like, way they action. film it, too, is like... It, almost looks like everything is in one take you know yeah it's like the cgi pain. assisted mm-hmm. one take shot it's really cool but like the action was kinetic they had great uh, great characters mm-hmm. i like the humors too great humor at heart like it actually um, yeah it actually mr. resonated Pickle. with mr pickles the yeah. father-son relationship and of the Jamie. two main characters yeah. a shocking twist of a main character dying like that you actually oh, really Harry. liked yeah there was a lot of moments in that, like and good villain. Yeah, I like and I like Sam Jackson. When I saw he the trailer, and I saw him in the movie. I was like, hey, guys, not that I don't <laughs> like Sam Jackson, but I was like, they got Sam J- Samuel Jackson in this movie, acting like a fool, acting like Sam Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> but he was he was good. He was a good villain. Yeah, he's like the. He, have you ever seen um? And I like that list that he added. That yes, he <laughs> yes, he did like an old Sin City type of movie. Well, like a long time ago, I forgot what it was called, but he was like really campy in that. In this, in that movie, in Kingsman, he was actually a better version of that character, where he was campy, but like over the top in all the right ways. Mm. I can't stand the sight of blood. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was campy at the same time when he had to intimidate. He was. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, it was campy in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. Kingsman Golden, Golden Circle was campy in a lot of the wrong ways. It was very camp. It was cartoony. It was. It was cartoony. very cartoony. Yeah. I mean, if anything. 
since it is a comic based movie, and the first one, I want to, I want to claim that it wasn't as comic booky as I thought, because I didn't even know it was based on comic book. No, the first Kingsman was literally that's why I called the James Bond parody. It mm. was, it was more grounded. It, it, it knew what it was parodying. It knew what the type of tone it was trying to hit with, like the the Kingsman and like the the sophistication and the mm-hmm. class and like all of that. Like it fleshed out those aspects of the Kingsman world. So much better than the second movie, I think. Where the second one, the second one actually, you're right. Like they actually went overboard with a lot of things that became a hit for the first movie. Mm-hmm. But um, like the, the frying nature of like the Kingsmen as like a organization, mm-hmm. like it it was a callback to James Bond and that kind of like that kind of style, that kind of like uh, like like yeah, that kind of character. But I feel like in trying to one up itself, Kingsman: The Golden Circle went too far in the realm of camp. And kind of became not only a parody of the genre of trying to parody originally, but a parody of a parody itself. Of itself. Yes, because <laughs> when you get to the statesmen and how, like, they're just like Western redneck super spies. Like, it it almost reminds me of like an adult Spy Kids. Like, it just got so crazy. Like, but we're, we're gonna, let's talk about it. Let's all give our individual ratings, and like, we'll from there we'll break it down into oh, our spoilers. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable you're not gonna fight we might fight i, you know, know, I fight? know you're not gonna fight mm, let's see oh. let's get into our race so i was gonna say we might fight <laughs> what you should, good. Oh. Not you, no not you or not I'm oh okay <laughs> so it's maybe michael should start because i have a feeling i'm gonna be the only one okay michael you start uh i was trying to pull out the synopsis before we uh get into our thing but my i have no signal <laughs> In this house. Oh, you want to read the uh, yeah. IMDb synopsis? So I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up. I mean, basically, it's about the organization Kingsman actually getting attacked by the cartel known as the Golden Circle. The Golden Circle. And in order, and with the surviving members of the Kingsman. Yeah, and, and as yeah, as you see in the trailer, she completely wipes out all of the Kingsmen mm-hmm. with a huge missile with one fell swoop. And one yeah, one fell swoop, and there's only two members left: Exy and um uh. Merlin. Well, no, they show that in the trailer. Yeah, it's all in the trailer. Yeah, it's all in the trailer. That all of that is in the trailer. Yeah, but we don't really like nothing is confirmed. Like, cause you know, a lot of times. Okay, here's the thing. When it comes to spy movies, you get them bombed, but later on, like some of them uh, somehow don't know magically who actually lives. Or, like, yeah, see. Well, I, I saw. Well, cares this, about that well one no, it says in the character. trailer. I care about. I, I saw in the trailer. He said like we're the only two left or something I like that. So either yeah. Way. But yeah, so they're the only ones left, and they're, they're trying to take over this organization, you know, uh, fight this organization, the Golden Circle, and so they need help. So they need so with the help, they go to America and to find run their, to their cousins, the statesmen, <laughs> and there you have the movie. That's pretty much the basic basic gist. If, yeah. For those of you listening and didn't see the movie, even though you should know not to listen, <laughs> if you didn't see the movie yet, because we talk spoilers. But yeah, uh, my rating for the movie, like I said. The first Kingsman movie was like my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies of 2015. I told my brother about it. Got him hyped. Now he's hyped to see the movie. <laughs> and he, he even texted me like when the second one was coming out. Oh, yo, we going to see that shit together. That was his exact quote. I'm like, sorry, I'm going to see it with my Blurred Vision crew. Oh. He's like, oh, can I go? No, you can't. <laughs> but yeah, so going to see this movie, I was excited. And... From the opening moment, I was just looking at this movie and I was just like... Even at the opening? Even in the opening. Because 
like the guy with the uh well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it but but one of the guys comes back and the accessory that he brings with him and the things that he was doing with it i was like wait this is not the same movie because if you think about the technology in the last movie sure the technology that they had was a little bit more you know, advanced than it what was we James Bond tech. It was but like it was, it more was high tech nowhere than the near. Thing, like yeah. they went full Avengers, Iron Man, and this they went Saturday morning like just like a Legion of Doom. <laughs> like <laughs> they got robots, robot dogs in this movie. They got they got they're, they're like they're they're only short of having sharks with laser beams in their heads, like in Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they're one level below that. <laughs> And so even that, so when that first happened, I was just like, okay, where are we going with this? <laughs> and then like I could tell that they were trying to pull like the same tropes that they did with the first movie. Like when the music started, like when Prince started, let's go crazy. Mm. I was like, okay, so they're trying to recreate. And then with the camera angle and looking like the one take thing, I was like, okay, so they're trying to recreate the church scene in this movie. And you're referring specifically to the intro car chase scene. Yeah, the intro in the intro, yeah. yeah that's in the trailers too, yeah. So I was like, okay, they're trying to recreate the the church scene. But then they kept doing that in like almost every fight sequence. Mm-hmm. And it made that because that church scene was like one of people's like favorite, favorite moment in the Kingsman movie. Yeah. And it made it different because you've never really seen that before. So now they're trying to double down on that and like do it over and over and over again. And it loses its magic, at least to me. Yeah, it's sequelitis. Where yeah. It's like, what do they like about the first one? Let's do it again. Cause and again. Because like, in the first one, they did it just the one time. But in this one, they did it almost every single At action beat. At least three times, yeah. I think. And then, like, yeah, the, each major action set piece had that like style. So yeah, and then, the, uh, like I said, the movie, it just kept becoming more and more cartoonish as the movie kept going on. Yeah. A lot of like, one, like double takes, like, what? Yeah, and it got to, it started, <laughs> it? What? <laughs> it started to get to the point where I started to check my phone. Like, I was checking my phone, like, okay, how much longer is this movie? Yeah. And... Like and I was basically yeah I was disappointed, so mm-hmm. overall because of what the first movie was to me, and what this was I I wouldn't give it a less than pass I would give it a passable. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna echo you. I'm gonna give it exactly a passable as well. I mean, there's a lot of things this movie did right. So like, I, my initial reaction after the movie was done was okay, that was cartoony, but I did have fun overall. Yeah, I had fun. But there were a lot of things that kept pulling me out of the movie. And like we said before, like this is not the, the somewhat grounded original where it felt like a James Bond movie. It felt like a James Bond world. This to kind of give you like a maybe a video game comparison, like this is like the Saints Row to like the Grand Theft Auto that was the first movie. You know what I'm saying? I never played Saints Row. Okay, well Saints Row is like Grand Theft Auto, but with dildos and like that you can slap people with. Maybe like, I need to play Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> Is to say it's a way more cartoony version of Grand Theft Auto, and it, it lost in so doing that and doubling down on like the bombastic nature of like the the action and like uh and and that stuff. It kind of lost its heart. It lost a lot of its like its dry wit and humor. It it straight up unraveled some of the better like character dynamics for most of the movie that was um built in the first. Like they they did a thing where what's his name um Colin Firth the, yeah Colin the, Firth uh. The original Galahad, Galahad. Galahad. The original Galahad. Old Galahad referred to as this movie. <laughs> yeah, like, the explanation for how he's back. How that he was came weak. back. That was weak as hell. So weak. It basically negates death. <laughs> like It's like, oh, if you get shot in the face, you're fine. In this in this world, you're fine. Okay, that's weak. But not even that. But like most of the movie, he's not even himself. So for most of the movie, you're not even dealing with the character you fell in love with or the relationship he had with the main character. And 
that is just a distraction from the 20 other distractions that go into the plot of this movie where there's literally no, it feels like at points, it's like, where are we building toward? We're building toward this fight with this random side villain that you've built up in these like random side shots peppered throughout the narrative. Because like, the villain in this is scarcely used because there's so many other side like plots going on. You got uh, Big Z dealing with his new relationship. Eggsy. Eggsy. I'll say Big Z. <laughs> Big Z. Eggsy <laughs> dealing with his new relationship with the Eggsy. princess from the last movie, which is like, what? The, he actually ended up with that princess. That was like a one-off joke. Yeah, but it actually was, became yeah. like uh, the, the driving plot in this movie is him and his girl. Like, what? and there there may be marriage. You got manufactured drama. If you save the world, you can fuck me in the asshole. Yeah, and they got <laughs> married. Some, something like that. She said something like that. Yeah, cut to them getting, them getting married. <laughs> it's like what? I, I don't want to get too much fun. I thought we were details. gonna get into like overall review before we go into spoilers. I hear yeah, I'm just both are. Well, that spoilers. That's in the trailer. She's he's with her in the trailers too. Not the marriage. Part. Yeah, not the marriage. Part. Oh, well, is that a spoiler? Just saying that they're going to get married? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who, a spoiler is something that people care about. Who is going like, you know Just because you don't care Kingsman? about that part doesn't necessarily mean that people don't care what? about What? Big Exit gets married? You ruined it for me. <laughs> anyway, the, the point is, they do a lot of things that jump the shark in this film, but also they do a lot of cringeworthy things that pull me out of the movie entirely. So even the things that are like, good like the action and like some of the set pieces and some of the character moments most of it just feels like fan fiction of the first and just being overdone because like when you get into stuff like um uh some of the really weird sexist things that happen like i I don't know if that's the right word to use yeah yeah yeah. there's some stuff in here that's just like what when you get into really weird cameos that's in these movies that are like not just cameos but they beat you over the head with said cameo it's like what (laughs) there's just too many things that pull me out of this movie for me to say that it was you know a good or great movie so i just have to say it's okay movie then that's what gives me the same rating as you as a passable so what did you think jamie (laughs) Granted, I don't disagree with everything you guys say. Like, it is true that um, it was very campy. Um, that that um, plot device, well, rather the device that they used was a little bit iffy for me too. Yeah, that was way too much. And um, that overplayed um, cameo was, you know, it was very interesting. I didn't expect that to happen. But overall is that... um. <clears throat> I know that Jordan, you don't watch that many spy movies. No. No, Michael, do you? Eh. I watch the main ones. You yeah, know what the, I'm saying? yeah, I watch the main ones. Not so. Have oh. you watched all the James, like all the James Bond movies? No. No, you have neither. So when you, Michael, were talking about the technology of the Kingsman, is that the the only example that I'm only going to mention other than all the other James Bond movies that there's a James Bond that die another day. Okay. And in that movie, actually, you see a... <laughs> they literally reconstruct a person's destroyed face with a machine underneath. So, And that movie actually came out way, way, way before Kingsman. So if they're actually portraying that kind of technology, we're living in the 2017. The thing is, I don't think that they were overplaying with the technology. Is that they already had no? <laughs> what? No. There were the robot dogs. Itself. There was a robot Solanist. <laughs> Have you not seen those in the movie? They could put out machine they guns. Put- <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> this 
this is a comic book based movie that's, that's about a spy that's about super spy okay yeah with a very small member that's protecting the entire nation mm-hmm. why is it not possible that they have a high technology such why as not? once again the umbrella that they have just umbrella itself or like the, the bag that they umbrella? use the bull yeah even that is amazing or the electric whip or the whip. Lasso, that whip is amazing. Yeah. With that technology, we don't say anything about it. For example, why don't we? We never shit about Marvel and their technology. We never shit about Stark technology. Well, no, it's not. The problem isn't that they have the technology, but Dude. I kind of feel like <laughs> I kind of feel like that that level of technology was not established in the first movie. Get him. Like in the first movie, it, it seemed way more grounded in the things that they can do. Like, sure, you had a lighter that can explode, but it's one thing to have a lighter that can explode to a full functioning AI tech, you know, robot dog. A fleet of drones. Like, okay, here's the thing. In Kingsman 1, the biggest stretch was at the very end where like they had those computer, like, the computer chip MacGuffin that made, like you know, they set it off, everybody, everybody's heads exploded mm-hmm. around the world. That was ridiculous, but this movie does that times ten. Where they got like they got millions fleets of drones. They've got robot AI dogs. They got a complete like robot woman. Basically, they have Winter Soldier better than Winter Soldier arms. Really, where it has like like a the projectile hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I kind of feel like if they have that te- if they have that type of technology in that world, how come the Kingsmen don't really use any of like they don't have robot assistants or anything like that. They're not as balling as the Golden Circle. They're not as balling as Golden Circles. And not only that, here's the thing. No. Don't think if, it, if it comes to like a spy action movie and your complaint is, oh, there's a, too, such a high tech, then you're missing the point of the movie. This point, this whole movie is not about plot necessarily. Okay. This is entertainment. So action, yes, it was overplayed, just like Daredevil hallway scene. Daredevil first season, hallway scene worked. So what happens? We see it in every other Marvel series. That's what happens if certain things they, they tried that's kind of experimental and if it works, they stick to it. Yeah, Did they overplay it a little yeah. bit? Yeah, in a way. But in a way, you know what? I think that if anything, the reason why you're kind of sick and tired of those like overplayed, quote unquote, overplayed action scene is because of music choices. Okay. I, I enjoy, that's one of my positives. Like I enjoyed the action scenes in this. That's like it, it did get repetitive. Like it did get to the point where it loses the novel nature of like the first time you see it. Like it was, and be honest though, in the opening scene, it was jarring for me because it went from zero to a hundred like instantly. So I was like, uh, okay, it took a little bit getting used to to get settled into that kind of like cinematography. Then you see it again later on with the the whip and now like in the you know you've seen that in trailer with the electric whip. Then you see it again in the bar scene, and then you see it again again at the very end. That's his ammo. Yeah, but that's by Stacey, by, by the by that's the third about. and fourth time. It had lost its like cool factor. Yeah, that's my that that was my point. It's not that I disliked it. It's the fact that they kept doing it over and over and yeah. over again. Still, a point. even even like the Daredevil hallway stuff. Yeah, they do it in every single Netflix series, but they don't do it in every single f- actions. They do like one moment where there's a major hallway sequence, and then maybe like in Defenders they did it twice. One with the lecture, and then at the very end where they were fighting in the cave. But they didn't do it every single episode of every fight scene. But even then, they, they pretty still... much did, in this one they did it almost in every single fight scene. But even then, still it still loses impact. Like each season gets like less and less impactful. We're we still remember that first hallway scene. Now it's like, yeah, that was the hallway scene in Daredevil season two, wasn't there? Yeah, I guess it was Defenders hallway scene too, wasn't there? What did you expect there? from this movie? Did you expect awesome plot? Not awesome plot. I expected. Uh, but what's your rating? You didn't even say your rating yet. You're like, you're, like you're already like, what? What? Defend your rating, Jordan and Michael. 
Because you gave it passable, right? I gave it passable. I, Very middle of the road. I want to give it... I give a high passable for what it is. You're not I even want, that far uh, off. I was like, what? You're not even that far. Because <laughs> no, I was starting to like... <laughs> Fuck you and your passable. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your rating. I give it a passable. <laughs> no, I was going to... Because I was going to give it a low high, like low more than passable, but that is too mouthful. A low more than passable. It was very exactly. So I knew that, that this was going to be the reaction that I get. I'm like... Technically, that's a B minus. A low more than passable. Yeah, that's yeah. a B minus. That's a B minus. Okay. Well, that's 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 your prerogative. I mean, what'd you like about it? I liked um. <laughs> I'm about to fight you. Did you not forget the parody of certain president? I thought that was yeah. very brilliant. That was hilarious. I mean, it was funny. I want to say it's brilliant. That <laughs> was hilarious. It did a Donald Trump parody. Yeah. And also, um. What the villain thought of, like what the villain's idea was, like how she was actually talking about, like a sugar cigarette. They're legalized, but the drugs are not legalized. Like, that's a very interesting concept that no other villains actually brought up. And the <clears> thing <throat> is, like in a way, I'm not saying that's right necessarily, but like she does have a certain point. Is that how can we have cigarette legal when actually is more that's way more addictive than heroin? Oh yeah, she definitely makes a point, but that's but point. that's something that they established even in the first one because Samuel L. Jackson's whole thing was to try to end climate change. Yeah. So like the they have like have been... they have a granular little bit of a point, and I like that. But there's nothing they're to not it. They're not just like pure like they're not just pure cartoony evils like yes, I'm gonna take are. over the world. Yes, but, they like, are. <laughs> <laughs> there's that with a little bit of a message. I thought this was a my. Bit. I thought this. You asked me a question of like why I thought this was a good movie, and I'm telling you, but you keep shutting me down. Oh, so I don't know. I'm should kinda, I continue I'm talking? Messing with you. <laughs> should I continue fucking talking, Jordan? Yeah, go ahead. It was a fun movie. I walked in. I loved it. I loved the opening. If anything, we actually came into the like the the movie theater first, late at the beginning. So what we did is we actually switched the time. We pushed. We decided to watch the eight thirty movie instead of seven o'clock because we knew that the opening is gonna be big with action sequence, mm -hmm. and it was. And it was. And it was awesome. Zero to hundred. Did you guys like that intro like that much? I I didn't like it. It ninety percent of it didn't phase me because I was just like, we're instantly in a chasing. Like okay, like I, I kind of remember that guy from the first movie because he was kind of a dick to him, but like I don't really remember him that well. And it was like all right. I guess they just assume I just saw the last movie. Or yeah, something. I didn't even remember that. Like until they showed it in the thing, like they had the flashback. Was, yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy." He didn't even look the same. How do you not what? remember the guy? They literally showed you like his like older. Well, picture. yeah, they did. They showed. They, no, 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 they showed the it in the moment. beginning. They did show it in the beginning. I just, never, I just didn't remember. The like it. I remember who he was, but I didn't remember like he was at the like he turned turncoat and he was at that party. How did yeah. I remember? So he's I didn't remember the that one agent who turned bad at the end of the movie. <sighs> Vague, man. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I like, yeah, it was like two years I ago. Two years. It same year. Oh well, I'm sorry. You love Kingsman so much. You're so, you're so upset by this. <laughs> but I'm sorry. It's just continue. My point being, for what it is, what's what this movie is for and is about. I think it did a good job. Is that they overplay certain things. The only complaint that I have is this one person coming in too often, and somehow he's like almost like a side main. That's character. your only complaint. All right, let's break it open because I actually do want to interject because I have some things I want to say too. What, Auburn? It, yeah. No, he's talking about Elton John, right? Elton John was way too let much. Me, uh, let me yeah, say, that, that's spoilers. What We're about to get into spoilers now because I want to talk about some plot points in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah, that that's another. Elton John was <laughs> what, Elton John? Yeah. Wait, so what were you much. talking about? 
Yeah, I was talking about Elton John. Yeah, like, okay. it was way too much. Like, like, what is he doing? We'll start there. And that's just, like, right there how cartoony it is. I know there was, like, a little mini cameo of Mark Hamill in the last movie, but this is, like, they made Elton John a character. They made him, like, a, a mascot of the movie, basically, where he, he gets, like, a funny joke where he does, like, a flying sidekick and, like, smiles at the camera. Like, again, like I said, moments that took me out of the movie, Elton John was almost every single one of those. I was like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. More Elton John? How, why do you love Owen John so much? <laughs> it's because he's actually a knight? Is that No, and also because... They, I mean, but they, no. no, they never say he was a Kingsman. Also oh. because that there is an article that the senior Galilee, um, the Harry saved, the article that Elton John dies or like he's missing. And he was actually like, it was one article that he kept, but in fact, one of the... Do you remember the reason why he keeps all the articles and whatnot? Do you remember he does that? Okay, what are you saying? That this justifies Elton John being no, in this movie? Yeah, like, no, I'm not saying it justifies. No, it justifies the reason why he's in the movie. That just said that, and no, it doesn't. <laughs> too much, way too much, and that's basically the best way to describe this entire movie. Too much. Like you're saying that there's, that was the only problem, but like there was no character to this movie. Like the, the the main heart of the original to me was a relationship between Galahad and Eggsy. but in this, for over half of that movie. That he's not even himself anymore. So why? So why even go through the convoluted message to bring him back, which was not believable in itself? But why even bother doing it? And then after he comes back, he's still not himself. So it's like why even have that character? All it did was retroactively make me not like the first movie as much. You know what I'm saying? Like it was weak. I mean, I don't know. It's got 50% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's a Golden Circle. 7.4. Out of ten on IMDb. Yeah, I feel like if they were gonna bring him back, they should have came up with a much better explanation than fucking the nanites can reconstruct your brain. Like if so they need his presence, and then also, and I don't think they necessarily explained because they they she said she saw a ping go off in the middle of London, but they never explained how like. Mm-mm. Because obviously, from the from what they got from the movie, the Kingsman and the Statesman haven't interacted for for a couple hundred years or whatever, or, couple, or decades or however long yeah. they've been established since they first you know was created. Yeah. So because of that, how does she suddenly know to fly all the way to London to go save Galahad to put the shit on his head? No, it wasn't in London. Bro- that was in America. It was in, yeah, it? it was in America. Was it in America? Yeah, I think it was in America. Well, either way, he's still a Kingsman. So they, if they don't know about each other, how does she all know to get the like? I don't think they explained why that. rescue him. Right? Yeah, why rescue him? Like, how oh, because they kn- said they saw the glasses and knew that he had he was associated with them somehow. But they didn't know how. It's stupid. I don't even know why they would even do that. Where it's like we have a cousin organization that is. But even just like st- a, yeah, way. I was gonna say but even still that doesn't them? make sense because I'm pretty sure the Kingsman have been in America before. So yes. you mean to tell me they've never gotten a ping or anything like that from the glasses? If that's why if that's even the not case? know about each other? I never even understood that plot point. Like why don't they know about each other? You would think that'd be better for them to know about each other so they can actually work together in other times of Christ, not just like the apocalypse protocol or whatever. Like you know what I mean? It just it just seemed like a a. a there's like a lot of things in this movie, a convenient plot device to to have that be like a, a surprise for the audience. But it's like, you didn't have to do that. Like you could have, there's a lot of things in the movie you could have trimmed out and made it more streamlined. I'm not going to get to that though. I could go on that for days. I'm like, why do they even have uh, the village? Just make the, the state, I'm not going to say it. It's, that's a deeper spoiler, but were you going to say something? No. Oh. Well, then I'm going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, and this is spoilers for like later, one of the why do they even have the uh, crap? What's his name? Um, whiskey, not whiskey. whiskey. Tequila. Other guy. Champagne. Tequila. Tequila. 
I just said Tatum. But, but what's his na- real name? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Why do they even have Channing Tatum in this movie? Because they're probably bringing him back for a third movie. But why use him as the key promotional device and all? Yeah, because they promote. I thought he was like a main character. Yeah. I nope. saw him once I saw the whiskey guy who was Oprah in Game of Thrones. It was fucking awesome. Although I'm, I'm glad that he was in this movie because he was. there was a scene where he was in his boxers and I saw Bulge. I was like, hey. That's why he was in this movie. Just, yep. a, wow. just a lingering dick shot. Yep. That's all. <laughs> Magic Mike, baby. <laughs> it was really funny when they did it. was like, mm, dick. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, it was, so, it was so obvious. I was like, hey. He has one action scene and in the rest of the movie he's literally put on ice in his boxers so you show his dick. Like, it's like an underwear action. <laughs> For half the movies, <laughs> but it follows the only the only statesman they follow is Oberyn, which from Game of Thrones, Whis- but whiskey. whiskey. And he's the badass guy you see with the whip. Yeah, even the, Jeff Bridges, like they don't they yeah, didn't show him that much. Anything. Yeah, but it's like if you're gonna ultimately, and this is again spoilers, make whiskey the villain, make him a bad guy. Why even have that? Other, why not make the statesman as an organization the villains? Do you think they would make American secret organization into bad like villains? Why not? <laughs> they Why don't not? do that. They, they kind of did already with that. Trump. The Trump parody. <laughs> Trump parody works, but then not the entire organization. Is a Trump is an individual? The the Why not? Why not? He oh, meant like kind of like Hydra was a villain in Shield, even though Shield wasn't the villain. Yeah, or like let's say it's like a like to that end, like you know, uh, a off branch of the statesman. Just have one statesman be whiskey be rogue, and that's the villain. Because this, yeah, because it was kind of because even Pop, like Poppy and Whiskey, weren't even working together. No, he just wanted her to finish her, you know, accomplish her goal. Even the president, like none of these these villains that they introduced were even working together. The they were just deal. all separate yeah. the entities that just agreed with one another. And Poppy just seemed like the Sigourney Weaver of this movie in terms of like she didn't seem necessary as a villain. Like she did one intimidating thing where she made one of her yeah. henchmen eat another the, the henchman. Burgers. Yeah, I mean I like Julianne more, but she was definitely like way over the top. Yeah. In this movie. To no end. Cause then at the end she just dies, gives the password for the cure, and dies. So there was like there was all this build up to have no payoff. Yes. I I, I liked your the Sigourney Weaver of the Yeah. Yeah, that's that what it felt like, yeah. right? She reminded me of that um lady villain from Fast and Furious. The dreadlock lady. The dreadlock white lady? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she did more than, than Poppy did. <laughs> At least Vin Diesel interacted with her. Like, this character, like, the, the villain was so far removed from the heroes that's like, when they finally met at the end, there was no payoff. It was just like... She died. She pretty much, like, five minutes later. Yeah, there's no... First of all, there's no fight, but also there's no relationship there between the villain and the hero. And if you have no relationship between the villain and the hero, like, why am I invested in this, like, you know, this, this whole story? Should I be invested in Galahad lose like, regaining his memories through a bunch of like attempted traumatic events like seeing butterflies? Yeah, what what is that? He wanted to be a butterfly. What what was the word again? I don't know. A, a butterfly studier, <laughs> a niptonologist. If anything, is not more realistic if you go through that kind of like traumatic brain trauma. Did you just say realistic with a bullet to the head that you recovered from, <laughs> and then you come back from and there's no side effect? Like magically come back. If anything, you're right. Like, it's more realistic this way. <sighs> if anything, I'm like, if anything, if they're gonna bring him back, they should have pulled a kill, like it did a Kill Bill route, because she was shot in the head in the very beginning. But she was, the, she she recovered from that. Like she didn't die oh, from that. You mean just like the wiggle that she your didn't right die. toe? Yeah. I'm like, don't even do it. 
like don't even bring him back. I mean, I know you can't retroactively change I mean, that in the story, but it's like Colin Firth, like or bring him back in a not like you know physically. Like if you're gonna do it, have flashbacks. Flashbacks of things maybe we didn't see, and they did that in the story too. Or since they got the technology, pull out Iron Man and Riri Williams. He's a hologram. And the glasses. Word. He's, a, he's alive in the glasses. If you're going to give me robot dogs, give me a hologram Colin Firth. And you know what? That might be all right. Like, but they didn't do that. Instead, they were like, let's just try to explain He put his brain waves in the in the, in the AI. Yeah. And it's come, Eggsy. Oh, I'll God. Come back for you. They could have done it. They have a robot stylist. <laughs> so, giving people golden circles, which also. <laughs> Jamie has this upset face. No, because no, it's more than passable. It's a, less, it's a B minus. <laughs> so she's upset. <laughs> Hey, a C, a C, a passable. A C is still passing. Yeah. I think this is, I'm starting to understand what the reviewers say when, when they say, like, I don't necessarily agree with you, but this is probably what they feel. She's become a reviewer. Uh, okay, defend this. Why is it called the Golden Circle? The fucking villain group is called the Golden Circle. Because? Because they have Golden Circle tattoo. Which means? They're a part of Coral Circle. It's a name. It's a name. It's a name of the group. It's the name of the cartel. It's the name of the like, delinquents. It's the name it of criminals. It means nothing. It's just we have. A, it's kind of a cool way to show that we're evil. So we have this weird gold carrot tattoo. That's what villains do when they have tattoo. <laughs> That's what tattoos mean when well, yeah, they villain, have part a lot of, of villains, the group. A lot of villains do do that. You fuck. Oh, shit. Fuck. Things have meaning. Uh, Hydra is that way because you cut off one one head, two will grow into this place. There's there's reasons why people, like, are named things. The Golden Circle has no meaning. And that is just another example of this movie having zero meaning. It has no heart. There's no purpose to it. The only purpose is being big explosions and whiz-bang pal. That's it. And, look, I, I like the whiz-bang pal. Again, that choreography with that whip. Whiskey was getting it in with that electric whip. That was dope. Especially at the end when they do like the the, or the three-way final fight. battle. The final battle like where like Exy versus um Charlie. Yeah, that was dope. And then like, he's like, you know what, I'm a gentleman, so he puts one hand behind. Oh, that moment. Yeah. That fight went too Because <laughs> he was fighting two dogs. He was fighting that guy twice. By the point, I like that moment when he fought him with one arm. But by the time they got there, I was like, "Why is this still going? Like, yo, just beat this dude." Because I didn't even see him as a real threat. It was just amazing that he didn't kill him yet. He has a robotic arm, and he also went through the same training as Exe. Oh, but he whacked. Even though you brought it up, I still want to know how Elton John did that high flying ninja kick. <laughs> I just think about it. Okay. <laughs> just think about it. It's just a joke, I guess. That's what I want to know. In in full like feather a feather costume, it and, it, seems... and it didn't even rip. The worst. And he's like excited when they come. Like, oh man, I'm gonna play Wednesday. Wednesday. He's like, wait, isn't it Saturday? What What's day today? <laughs> what that was funny. It's corny. It's corny. Fuck you. Cringy. Fuck you. That's like, his thing. Yeah. Like that. I don't like the word cringy, but for some reason, things lately have been giving me, like, the cringes. This is a cringy. You know what was really cringy? You know what's really cringy? Finger condoms. Oh. Finger condoms is really cringy. Yeah, can't fight me there, can you? Uh, <laughs> hey, I did say it. I did. Uh, okay. That's one drop. thing that I agreed with. That's the one thing I agreed. I was like, mm, That should not be going down to a, uh, like a low was. pass. As a woman, because I was sitting there going like, there's no. What is your explanation for other than to create manufactured drama between Eggsy and his fiance? 
or I saw people say girlfriend. like sexual assault. It's not. It wasn't sexual assault because they were both willing. Yeah, no, it wasn't sexual assault, but it was just wasn't. a weird plot device to have. Yeah, they could have came up with another way Anything. to do that. Knock her out, put it in her mouth. Yeah. No, the membrane thing is just the plot device to get her in a pussy. It makes no sense. But why you like that? that and the rule. way they zoomed in too, I was oh, like, yeah. that was cringy as fuck. But the rule is like they zoomed all, all the way into her panties. Yeah. Like, it has to be in a mucous membrane. Why? Why can't it be like any other spot movie where it's like just a little tiny ass, barely visible microchip you just slip onto her collar? Like you know what I mean? No, it has to be I got a finger. It's like what? <laughs> This whole plot device of you know him calling his wife or his or his girlfriend at the time saying hey I got to sleep with this other girl to save the world and then that causes conflict with the it's like this is unnecessary it's completely unnecessary no. and stupid like and there were moments of emotion. like some dude is sitting at the computer like this is gonna be so funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there were moments of emotion like when um Eggsy's dog died oh JB that to me said. I was like, no, but it's like, John Wick. Yeah, that's the easiest thing to do. You kill a dog or an animal. It's like you're gonna all make me somebody feel something. So it was cheap emotion, or it was emotion that was too quickly cut short, like with Merlin and his little side story of always wanting to be a Kingsman. Even in the first movie, he wanted to be a Kingsman. In this movie, he finally becomes a Kingsman and immediately dies. And it's like, what the fuck? Singing a song, West Virginia, take me home. To the place. Oh, that's your thing, Jamie. You like country music, right? Yeah, I do like. Hey, I'm the only one who likes country music, Jordan. I like country, mu- some yeah, country I music. Some I like country music. Yeah. Oh, you do too. Well, yeah. That's yeah. Like I didn't like. I kind of liked how he went out, but not that he went out without any real time to develop in this movie because it was too much time focused on other things. So it was like. Merlin I took a Louisville slugger oh. to both headlights, smashed a hole in all four tires. Is that, is that a country song you like? Huh? Is that a country song you like or something? That's one of, that's one of them. Oh, okay. Are you trying to prove your country, your country credit right yep. now? Yeah. <laughs> You're actually, that's like, that's such a major song. So if you know major country oh, songs. I mean, that's, not, I that's just one song. I can, She's I, calling you too mainstream, Wait a bro. minute. <laughs> You're mainstream too. I didn't say I wasn't mainstream. Actually, Stuck On You is not so mainstream, so. What, uh, what, uh, stuck On like, Anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to hear more about why you like this movie, though, Jamie. But I mean, if you have nothing else to say. Sorry, I was reading about the scene that we were also disturbed by it. The mucous membrane. Mucous tracker. membrane. Yeah. The only way to track, like, plant a tracking device is to finger him. Van, uh, what was his name? Van, Van, how did I read the fucking Vaughn? Vaughn. Yeah, Matthew Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. So he also oh, why the fuck did I say Vince Vaughn? Oh, Matthew wow. he Vaughn. Also, yeah, he, he also worked he did in Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Yeah. He likes to do something that shocks. In Kick-Ass, it was Chloe Grace um, saying the C word. In Kingsman, it was the bum shot. The, the Secret Service, the original one, it was a bombshell of the Swedish princess, and in this one, it's a thing. You know, it's not to everyone's taste, but it certainly gets people talking, okay? <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, I guess, but... I mean, it's kinda just, saying, you know what? No. saying cunt or showing somebody's ass is different. Than the way <laughs> um, the, the way this was campy kind of reminded me of Kick-Ass a little bit. And I was going to say, and I completely forgot because I wrote it on the note, and I closed the note at one point because I got so mad. It's just too campy. Comparison to the first, like Michael said, it wasn't this, these like the technology, the cartoony nature of the like the the characters and the storyline wasn't established in the first movie that way, so it just felt like this was just a a case of just like 
going overboard to try and please the fans of the first movie. Not really knowing why the first movie was successful, which is really the story and the characters and the heart that it had. Not not the, oh my god, this action scene's amazing. It had that, which was like the, the punctuation was, but you know, it's not the only thing it had. You want to talk about something that's more cringy? What? Neo. Oh, Neo Yokio! Yeah. Want to move on from Kingsman? You want to talk about it no more? No. But you're less than more than passable rating? <laughs> yes. Less than high than more than. <laughs> <laughs> less than high than more. You talk to a person who who enjoyed Deathgasm, so. Who me? Me. Deathgasm was fun. It was campy. It was kind of weird. Like it didn't really have good plot, but still. You like, Deathgasm? Deathgasm? What the hell is that? A Netflix horror it. movie. For the genre of it is like. So Jamie likes crazy things, basically. I like crazy things. <laughs> Wacky and crazy is her bag. All right, let's move on to Neo oh, Yokio. Not that much because she gave it a low more than pass one. Yeah. B minus. It's good enough. Low more than high than mud. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the Jane Smith vehicle, uh. Neo Yokio. <laughs> Neo Yokio is the greatest city in the world. It is a diverse labyrinth of cultural and architectural innovation. Of course, whenever a city becomes the envy of the world... She's possessed? That sucks. ...problems are bound to arise. Kaz Khan, we need to discuss the matter of national security. We've seen a dramatic rise in occult activity. You have a sacred duty to protect the city as well as our family name. I told you to clear my schedule. I'm grieving the death of a relationship. Oh dear. Don't you understand? You need to work to support your wretched lifestyle. Oh, look, it's Neo Yokio's second most eligible bachelor. <laughs> Yo, we gotta teach these old money fuckboys a lesson. You can't give Archangelo the satisfaction, B. Win, lose, we'll all be equal in the grave. I'm surprised you don't wear more black, Kaz. Aren't you prone to melancholy? Oh, I wouldn't say that. I have a generally cheerful disposition. How many episodes did y'all watch? Uh, like one and a half. I had to watch three because of you, because you left it open. Did you really watch it though, or just like it was just on? Or was it just on? <laughs> it was on. Yeah, and I heard it. It was permeating my brain. I'm like, ah, I watched, my brain. I watched the first two. My brain cells were dying. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about this anime that's not quite an anime. It's that's on Netflix don't you somehow. Call it, anime. it is an anime. It's not a Japanese yeah, it's anime. It's not, yeah, it's not a Japanese anime. anime, but it's an anime. Yeah. It's very much trying to hit what that like boondock style. It's trying to hit that uh, avatar style in terms of like its aesthetic. But it does not have it in terms of budget, in terms of direction, in terms of story. In terms of dialogue, in terms of cast, in terms of everything, everything. <laughs> going on the list, I'm like, what well, no, with the cast? I'm pretty sure they said because there are a lot of stars in this movie, stars and music artists. Which and they're like, where are they? That's what I was saying. Like, so considering that, like Susan Sarandon, Paul Bettany, Jude Law, it's just phoning it in. Yeah, Jude Law even. Like Jude Law is a fucking butler robot. No, that's Paul Bettany. Vision. Bitten, yeah. That's even worse. Why? Which even, yeah, I was saying the same thing. I was like, he played, he plays a robot in Avengers, and he does a better job voicing that. It feels phoned in. Like, yeah, it feels than, than like this. Everybody's muted, and I'm not sure if it's a parody or not. <laughs> I want to say it is, but it's just a really bad parody. 
But if it's not a parody, then it's just really, really bad. <laughs> if it's a parody and we don't get it, then that itself is a bad parody. I can see the parody elements in it. There's some things in the dialogue they say that's like, you've got to be parodying a normal anime right now. Like, there's no way you wrote that into someone's mouth and you didn't intend that to be like a, oh, I'm making fun of this trope in anime. I, I, I have a feeling the note they're trying to hit, at least with the Jaden Smith character, I don't even remember his name, Kaz, 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 Kaz. I think the, the note that they're trying to hit but they're failing is they're trying to make him seem like Daria. Mm. You know, like... Oh, you Mel- mean how he ties... Constantly talks about how he's depressed in the first episode, yeah. and then by the uh, end, life is worth living. And yeah. It's like, what was that your arc? <laughs> like, was that what was I supposed to understand from this? Him being mellow, and not really caring about anything. I feel like they were trying to go the Daria route, but even Daria was more interesting. <laughs> it's just really, it's like Daria, but for like really upper class people. Like, there's so many jokes in this. I'm like. Is this supposed to be like one percenter humor? Like I'm not sure if this is like I know it's not written by Jaden Smith or Will Smith or anything, but it feels like somebody who's never been outside of a bubble is writing about what they think life in a show or anime would be about. You know what I'm saying? Like with the jokes, it sounds like have you ever been outside of like example, one of the problems in the second episode is, yo, dog, your your suit is actually not black. Is a very oh. very dark blue, and that is a Mid- running joke. Midnight, midnight blue, yeah, midnight, midnight blue. blue, and it's like that's a running joke, and it's like, is that funny? Have you been in that problem before? And it's like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> not to be a running joke. This is this doesn't have any sense of humor that the common people. Like, oh wait, I just realized. Relate to. I just, Sorry, I, I I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. I just realized since we're talking about anime, we didn't do the th- we didn't do your theme song. Oh yeah, but- I don't want this on the mic. She's gonna claim it. I don't want this. This is not mine. This is not mine. I don't want this. I don't call this anime for a reason. I don't want to cover this ever. Yeah, she was mad that we were giving it too many views on Netflix. Just like, stop, I'm like, stop it. Even yeah. right now. Matt talking about this why are we giving like, why am I wasting my time on this I don't want people to watch this and think please this don't what, watch this no I don't yeah, that's why I'm sorry that's why I cut you off I did it on I was like wait we didn't do your theme song no. I don't care <laughs> I, don't do people, I? I don't want people to watch this and think this is what anime is because this, this, this is what people who don't watch anime think anime is you know what I'm saying like this is not it but no finish what you were saying this has no character development this has no character arc I can't even find any like none of the jokes are relatable like I know what brands they're talking about but what I, I get that they're talking about fashion and whatnot. not it's like, and so what how is that relatable to me at all how is it relatable Sh- to the world they made shitty animation wait can we just give our ratings real fast before we get in before we get into <laughs> our spoilers like let's just talk about our ratings you have system, people. Shit. <laughs> Shit. You gonna start, Jamie? Since you, your opinion, that's it. Shit. That's your one more review. Shit. You're good. All right. <laughs> Wait. What's what's your rating? Mr. McGoo. Mr. McGoo. I give it. Yeah, a- you right. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, is there so, anything I, redeemable? There's so many good animes compared to this. You're right. You know what? No, you're right. <laughs> I know. On I'm principle. Right. <laughs> I agree with you. I would give this a Mr. Magoo. Even that, like the Netflix, like um, El Elvendale. Remember the anime that we're kind of watching, but we quit because oh, yeah, that even is. that is better than this. Well, that's for, like that's for kids. Still, I know, but I'm saying at least even that is for kids. This is like I don't know for this is young. For. Who is this for? I don't know who this is for. I don't know who this is for. <laughs> I don't know who this is for. This is for Jada Smith and is it only for him. Black people? Is it for rich people? Is it for rich black people? Why do rich people need anime? 
of their own. <laughs> Can't you just watch an anime like any other people and just relate to it just like the way we all do? I, for one reason, I would give it a poor vision, not a oh, Mr. Magoo. For one reason, and one reason, for one reason, and one reason only. How? Because I'm writing a fantasy novel, a fantasy book about half angels, half human. That's why my name is Nephilim Rising. That was the name of the book. Okay. okay. And in that, my ha- angels, their distinctive feature, they're like they're black, but they have purple eyes. Okay. So because okay. of that, in that, Jada Smith is a black guy with purple eyes. So I was like, hey, that's a thing. You for- should be more mad. <laughs> you should be mad. They used your idea. Now that when you post your novel, they're gonna think about this shit. And they're gonna say, this is shit. Be mad. But no, but still, the fact that I have a visual of it, I was like, oh, okay, I like see, I like the way that looks. So because of that, I'll give it a poor vision. No, I'm with no. Jamie. They raped your idea, bro. They raped you. I mean, but they took your idea before it came into this world and they raped it. Yeah, but truth <laughs> it's a piece. Yeah, I get it, but truth of the matter is that's nothing. Nothing's you. unique. They defiled it. I mean, that's that's true, but still, like, they they took your idea and like they destroyed the it. The color character, the color person, they having different hair color has been such a thing for so long in anime. All right, I need we need we need to talk about this again. This doesn't. It's not written by Jaden Smith. It's not get it. like it's not a, a product of like the it Smith wasn't even household. It was produced by them, right? But it feels like this is Jaden Smith's like anime fan, fan fiction. His wet dream. This like, is his this, wet dream come true. Like there's a like he's for some. Okay, let me just to set the tone for this entire review. I need to read the closing dialogue from Jaden Smith's character oh, in the first God, episode because no. it is so fucking you nonsense. Wrote it, you wrote it down. I wrote it down because it's so fucking nonsensical that it's literally like okay. If this is like it's a, it's basically a, a small excerpt of the entire anime, just with this like this one. I, sh- I showed my friend something like the voice acting, and he's like, "I don't have an appetite." I'm like, "Just listen to the way they're talking. Like Jaden they're Smith. so they're phoning it in. So they're, not just Jaden Smith, but all of them. They're all so flat, or flat. not flat, overly cartoony, like the weird Southern lady that whatever in the second episode, whatever. Point is, let me read this. Let me read this excerpt. I am Neo Yoki. I'm gonna read it, but let me just say this: I'm gonna read it better than Jaden Smith did because like Jaden was so flat. Oh my god, he's a terrible actor. I liked him in Karate Kid. You liked it because he was a little kid. I know. How did he get worse with time? Anyway, I was with my son Jaden. That's a small. How dare you? Yeah. Well, he's probably your no. bad voice actor because I heard he was. Well, I don't know because I haven't seen it, but I heard he was good in the Get Down. Yeah, yeah. Take your word for it. All right. Mm. I heard. I, I, I said am, I heard. I am Neo Yokio's most eligible bachelor. I am the proud scion of a story and powerful family. This is my city, and I'm sworn to protect it. Yes, my girlfriend broke up with me to take a finance job in San Francisco, but I am still here in the greatest city in the world. Tomorrow, the cherry blossoms will bloom and the sun will rise. It is springtime in Neo Tokyo, and life is worth living. What the fuck did any of that mean? <laughs> there's like three different subjects in this one little like paragraph. <laughs> like I don't get it. And like if if you if you're ever listening to that, you go like, what? What is eligible that bachelor? Yeah, what does that mean? of a great family. They have a list of bachelors in Times Square. I'm like, what does that mean? It's a thing. Why is it a thing? It's like is a weird, parody of what? It's like a weird joke, like a weird anime esque joke. And it, and, it, and it fluctuates per episode. One moment he's like number seven. Yeah. Next moment he's number two. Then he's back up to number one. It's just like an anime thing with lists where it's like, you know, we have rankings and shit. Yeah, so I'm like, it's like like with power levels, like one moment you're not the strongest anymore, somebody's stronger than you. Or is it like a literally like reality TV show Bachelor parody? I don't know, man, but there's there's no point. They they spend like the first three minutes of this thing setting up all the small details of the world, just like a bad fan fiction. 
where it's like, here's the history of the location we're in, where there magic exists, and there's it's kind of like our world, but there's sorcerers and exorcists, and an exorcist okay. had pink hair, and the pink haired people became high class in society, and our story is about one such boy in that high class exorcist world. It's like what? Okay, and then it's about a boy who's kind of sad. And vocalizes that he said, hanging out with his kind of hood friends that kind of like Boondocks characters. Yeah, and they're then, all part of a high society. Yeah, his aunt that's pushing him to be uh, an exorcist yeah. or exorcist, and he doesn't really want to. Yeah, and then he's going off to do things like exercise a classmate of his. And there's this. At one point, they do this thing where they, they do this in everything, where it's like. I can't solve something. So I'm going to have an unrelated conversation with someone else. And through that conversation, uh, I'm going to somehow figure out the solution to my previous problem. You're not Sherlock. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, basically. That's exactly what he, he does in this anime. Up. And it's like, it's every bad anime trope, and especially bad anime tropes of like people of color that do. Like, they, Black people love Dragon Ball Z, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So, so what is the exorcist power? It looks kind of like yeah. a Kamehameha. It's so cheesy. I'm like, what? And then it's like about fashion is like all these really weird, like I said, one percenter jokes. I wrote some of those down too because you can't, I, I wouldn't be able to describe them off the cuff without actually having dialogue to point to and go like, this is stupid. At one point he goes, Robot Butler, play Vivaldi Concerto in D, D and, minor? And, the, and the robot goes, in D, D minor, minor, sir? And no. he goes, no. E in flat. E. E no, flat major. It's B flat oh, major. No, it's, it wasn't B. It was E. Whatever, dude. You're really going to fight me on yeah, this? Yeah, it was E. <laughs> Whatever. E flat <laughs> major. But I'm shh. I'm sitting there like, is that a joke? And he yes, said, it is. And he said, that's a is. good choice. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like a separate joke. I'm like, is that funny? <laughs> it's, it's because like um, B minor actually is known for very. It's um one of the most most depressing song. Whereas um E flat um E flat major actually is a very happy song. I think it's um part of Four Seasons. Okay. Yeah, when you change when when you because when you change something from minor to major, like when you play something in minor, it sounds music. sad. So high class music jokes. So yeah, uh -huh. when you play something in major, it sounds so more it's happy. Just, it's, just, it's too highbrow for me, obviously. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I, maybe <laughs> no, I just don't no, get it. No, it was still trash. <laughs> even though I knew, trash. even though I know that, I get Mr. Magoo. Yeah, even though I know that, it still sucked. Like, like the dialogue was terrible. The that is the characters. Every word out of people's mouths weren't realistic. Like, everything was like. Are you a real person? Like, I don't... Why would you say these things? No. The the animation was terrible. They Everything. looked flat. Like, none of them looked 3D. Literally, when when the characters are talking, nothing moves other than their jaw and lip. Yeah. It's very cheap. It's like, you had budget. What'd you do with that budget? Did, you, did they have a budget? Yeah, did they have a budget? How did this get made? Because like people you know, have to prove it to. There are thousands of people. Because all the stars that are attached to it. How did they get attached to it? That is a great question. They probably have a great relationship with Ezra Koenig or whatever. What has he his done? Name. I have no idea. Let me. I can look he that up right now. He did soundtracks, didn't he? I, I looked it up. I think but he's like, a music person. Yeah. Is, is that, that why? why? But the music is weird. Music. It's not like the, the the music is like this weird, like high class, like sad violin shit, and it's like the classical music. Classical music, but it doesn't match. No. The tone, the visuals, it doesn't match anything. It's terrible. It I've never so seen something so bad. And especially, yeah, I think Ezra Koenig is an American musician, singer, songwriter, and radio personality. He's the lead singer and guitarist of an indie rock band called Vampire Weekend. 
Oh no, I like Vampire Weekend. Well, now you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> All right. I don't even. I, I no. Mean, so I'm no guessing. I, so I, I'm guessing this is the first thing he's done, like in terms of television. But like, because I, I don't this, see anything on here. I wanted because it's Jane Smith and because it's like <laughs> black main characters. I wanted this to be a step forward for yeah, like no. black people yeah, in me the too. anime Especially culture. Especially since like the last cartoon we had was really Static Shock. Yeah. This is like four steps back and then the person tripped and like broke their neck. Like, like it's so many steps backwards. And I don't want people to look at this and be like, oh, this is what... This is why. This is what anime with black people look like. Like, no, no, it shouldn't though. If anything, Pride of Seven looks pretty cool, so... I don't... I don't... I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. Let's talk about something positive. I'm going to stay I'm going to finish because it's only six episodes. I'm going to finish it. But oh, you're going to finish I'm it? I'm not going to do it. No. Nope. Oh, so I'm bad. Just, I'm, I'm, I like to torture myself. Because <laughs> I, I just so want to see how it... I'm curious to how it ends. Like, what is the... Like, because I don't know... Like, two episodes in, there's no direction. Two episodes in, I'm like, what is the plot? There is no plot. It's yeah. just his daily life. That's why I'm like, I'm curious to see how it Shane ends. It's Smith. He's taking bitches out to NBA games. <laughs> fucking like, just chilling with his friends who have like boondock stereotype voices where it's like yo my nigga what's up dude like we tell like us like our joke black guy voice yeah. they do that like what's up little bitch like, we're like what the fuck they have like, these weird little sides where it's like all of a sudden they talk mad black and it's like are what's you trying cracking? to be boondocks like, what? yeah what's cracking little bitch like what the fuck yeah oh, oh it's such a step back for us <laughs> Jordan Jordan let me pick you up from here real quick I'll make you feel a little bit better. What are you gonna talk about? I cut right through the wreckage and look onto the sunset. Eternity of flying. Singing right into the sky. Can't live with regret. Can't fade. Won't break. Live for tomorrow with all might. We'll fight on once again. This is where you're gonna play that music. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my Hero Academia is so much better. It's than so this. awesome, so awesome. Oh fuck that motherfucker! It's so good. My Hero Academia is so good. You know I appreciate it. I watched My Hero first, the new episode, and <laughs> then I, we watched Neo Yokio, the first two or whatever, <laughs> and it was like watching the best thing ever and then immediately watching the worst thing ever. <laughs> it was like a dick slap to the face after like seeing Paradise. Like, my God, this is what anime was supposed to be and then somebody and just sticking their dick out and slapping you with it. Ah! <laughs> I didn't want this. No, Oh, God. And this episode was really good. It was fantastic. This is what we've been waiting Chills. on. It was fucking awesome. You shut up. You didn't shut even watch up. it. You didn't. <laughs> you could be here but you played. Actually... I'm all caught up. Wait, what? Yes, I am. With the newest you said this episode of My Hero? I just said my it was hero? awesome. With My what? Hero? <laughs> I was waiting for this moment. Oh. <laughs> what, is this an anime? <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Wait, you really you really watched all of My Hero already? Yes. And you watched the newest episode? From, from, because from last week to this week, I'm all caught up. Oh, sucky, sucky. Now, well, what do you think? Well, well, before we get into the episode, you gotta tell us what you think of the show so far. I mean, that's why I was listening to the thing about my friend talk. I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't let them know. I'm, I've, I'm caught up. Let me turn it off. Oh, <laughs> then that's oh. when you was like, oh, your friend. I heard her talking about dick. I was like, fuck. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was. She was like, <laughs> I was, I'm playing it off. Oh yeah, I'm. She's telling me about it. I, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, she was just talking about Deku and how he's a crybaby, which is not untrue in the beginning. Deku's a crybaby. He's totally a crybaby. Yeah. I'm not. Cry I, lo- I love it. I love the show. Oh, you love it? Yeah, I, I'm the one that got her to watch it. Okay, like rank I, it. Rank it with uh, your other anime that you love. Like, I give it a perfect. I didn't mean rank it with already. I mean oh. like uh, like Attack on Titan or what are the other anime you've seen you really like? Like Death Note. Okay. Uh, Dragon Ball Z has been lowered. <laughs> now that I'm watching You're more, so basic. Now that I'm watching, <laughs> now that I'm watching more anime, I'm saying it's been lowered. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you need to watch thing. way more anime. You both do. I watch a lot of anime. I watch no, I don't. I watch a, you watch a lot of Where, compared to every the three of us in this room, I'm the one that watches the least yeah. bit of anime. You just watch the most. That's the thing. I'm looking in between. No, you watch a lot of major anime. That's why. Yeah, I watch most of the mainstream stuff. I'm t- I'm telling you, like there are a lot of like. Animes that are not as well known, but as really well known amongst like anime people. Okay, well, I have an important question, Michael. Batman v Superman or or My, my Hero Academia? <laughs> of my Hero? <laughs> Why is that even a question? Oh my, it's such a well, better. We haven't, we haven't shit talked BVS in a while, actually. No. Oh yeah, I just thought of yeah, we yeah, haven't. We haven't. <laughs> Let's bring that back. Let's look this up his hate. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So now that you've seen what a true Superman should be like, do you agree with our assessment of All Might? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I yeah, I love All Might. He's a truer and better portrait of Superman. Extrapolate. Tell me what you like about him real quick. I like the fact that like his sense of hope mm. is stronger than the WBS. Superman that we've seen in Man of Steel and BBS. <laughs> and not even just the fact that he exudes it, but he always explains it to other people or tries to like pass on that lesson especially to Deku yeah and you don't like I said you don't get that from the BVS Superman like you not one time in (laughs) BVS or even Man of Steel did Superman explain him like what his motivation is why he's trying to fight I gotta do this yeah all we we know I have power and I'm gonna use it but why what is your drive even his mother is like there you go go defend Man of Steel Jordan I will he was like the symbol means hope hope. fuck that (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. No. I need more than that. No, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Especially, how do you know that? You didn't even talk to your father, barely. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was just talking about hope, but all might exemplifies it. Yeah. Say. Yeah. So, I enjoy it. I wish he could fly, though. He has a cape and he can't fly. I mean... He can jump real high. He can jump real high. Really that's what I'm saying. But he has a cape and he can't fly. Just, just go the uh, Incredibles route. No cape. I still, still pick your brain more. So like the action, like you now you see what we're talking about when like they get to those amazing what? action beats. Jesus. Like, like okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask a comparison because I know it's already going to be All Might. But All Might versus Nobu at the end of the first season. Oh, that what was, did you think of that fight? That fight was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, oh I love that fight. Especially wait. when he like he was pretty much out of power. Yeah. But for some reason his, inspir- his yeah, his inspiration of this little boy gave him the strength to keep to go past his one hundred percent. Yeah, go beyond <laughs> plus ultra. <laughs> Does that feel good to say? Yeah. <laughs> ultra. But do you okay, remember when we were talking about um in the first season where like go beyond. <laughs> uh my heart is this thing where you get so close to things. Oh, it's like, it's like butt clenching hand. 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 Do you know me now? Yeah. How do you, you feel in that moment when like uh, before All Might comes to save the day? I mean, well, I knew, listening to you guys talk about the anime, like I knew he was about to get saved, but yeah. even still, like in the back, I'm like, ah, motherfucker! 
direction, I think. I just like how they show the hand, like okay. slowly getting okay. closer. Okay. <laughs> Unsettling. <laughs> well, yeah, I told I told my friend uh, when I was trying to sell her to watch it that it's a better version of what the X Men movie should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. And what like new, the New Mutants movie should be, but they're not apparently not going in that direction. No, is it gonna be a horror movie or something? Yeah, it's gonna be like a horror movie. And yeah. I'm like, but why? Uh, to play with you have movie. it in the comic book. Like, why? But yeah, I, so I enjoy. I love. I love that whole like a school of, of kids with superpowers. So you like the characters? So like yeah. all of the kid characters. Oh yeah, too? I love the. I love the kid character. Funny enough, Bakugo is up my. I love him. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate Bakugo. My asshole. I ship him. I my ship. Asshole. I ship him and Deku Thank actually. Thank you. Yes. High five. This episode, seriously, if you don't describe that love, I don't know what. Yeah, love, like it is true love. love. That's, That's so true. Love. It's definitely true love. Fuck. Ocha. Oh, what's Ochaku, her name? Yeah. Ochaku, 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 what's her name? I'm not all about that relationship. The, the girl. The girl that can flow. Oh, I'm not. A, she loves. Yeah, yeah. She likes Deku. I don't care. Deku and Bakugo OTP. They are. But like, what I love about the show is like they give all the side characters moments. So like even like uh, I like Ishida, the night. Oh yeah, I love Todoroki. Todoroki and Deku. What would you think of? Uh, yeah, actually, the Todoroki fight with Deku. Oh, that was, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I was actually, su- I was actually surprised, with, but I'm glad they did that considering Deku was the main character that he lost. Yeah, like I thought he was gonna win. But no, even the way he lost was so epic because he lost because he was inspiring his opponent yeah. to be better. Yeah, and like he, Jesus, he's selfless. And it's the same thing in this most recent. Yeah, he episode. does the yes. same thing in this one. Yeah, I mean, but that's why I love my hero, and this is why I was I was kind of Jamie about this. But like other shows, and I'm gonna use Dragon Ball as the example because it's the king of <laughs> tournament arcs. Yeah, they do tournament arcs all the time, but they have no purpose. Right. Like now. my hero, all the fights are always like. They might be spectacular, but they serve a purpose to of learn for them to learn a lesson. Yeah, yeah the character development, or it actually has to do with something uh, with the plot itself. Yeah, it's not yeah. just fighting for the sake of fighting. No, everything has a purpose. It pushes the story forward in some way. Like, Look at Dragon Ball Super. Like, how long have we go have we been going with this tournament? For how a while. many episodes? Like a year. Yeah, I was gonna say with like Dragon Ball Super, like they fight. Or you have Dragon Ball Z. Period. Like they fight for the sake of like the, the development is for the characters to get stronger. But in terms of the characters themselves, they don't go anywhere. Like Goku is the same. He's worse. <laughs> yeah, he's actually worse. But <laughs> yeah. for he the most part, yeah, for the most part, he's the same that he was back in Dragon Ball when he was a five-year-old boy. Yeah, but. Like you can see in terms of power, he's grown in terms of power. But in terms of personality, he's the same fucking person. What does it mean? Like there's like limit breaker now. I don't know. That's coming out soon. It's stupid. It's another form. Who cares? That's why I like my hero because the. Like even Deku has like I guess you can call his new ability a form. The five percent. But it's it's more like a like a. uh, it's a development fuck. of what he already had because he couldn't. He couldn't control. Intricate. He couldn't control what he had before. It's it's small baby steps forward in these characters. Like it's small progressions in their abilities. That's why, like, you, you can see every step of their development. And this new ability is just the next step in his development of his powers. Like, Learning how to put it all over his body rather than just focus it into one action at any given point. I, I like that like explanation about like because he never had powers. He only thought about powers as like a, a switch that would go on and off. That makes sense logically. If you never had powers before, it's like, all right, I want to use super strength now. You don't have it as naturally part of your body. You don't. It's not as natural too as breathing because you haven't lived with it. And like, they actually go into that. That's cool. Comparing to like any other shonen manga, two things that Deku learns, which is very unusual for the genre itself, is a first. She learns that sometimes it's okay to run away. Mm. That's rare. We. I don't remember the when was the last time I actually saw that in shonen manga. I don't think ever. See. 
Two is that here's the thing: it's not that Deku, Deku can use 100 percent of his power, but he by doing so, he's destroyed. So mm-hmm. what he learns is that he needs to accept the limit of his own physical power right now. So instead of using 100% just for once, he's using only the 5%. Mm. So that by doing so, you are aiming high, but you're taking your time achieving it by taking little steps ahead. Which Instead is a good of all metaphor sudden, for yeah, life. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden, they make a huge development. That's not life. But life is all about something. You have to take a step backward, two step forward, twice, two steps. Or sometimes you have to see what's given to you and you can only do so much what you can do versus what you really want to do. Like, yeah. that's a very realistic lesson that we all can apply. We all yeah, can relate is. to. Yeah, Yeah, because at the end of the day, he is still just a child. Yes. And also on top of that, he's a child that just got this power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can't go all out because your body's not used to it. You have, mm-hmm. to, you have to acclimate yourself. And I think that's why most people resonate with Deku as a character because mm-hmm. he's like you. He's like a person yeah. where he's he's learning, he's growing. Mm-hmm. It's not just like oh, I've learned a new form and now I'm stronger. Like it's not that easy. It's it's, it's more into it than that. Mm-hmm. And like not only that, like all the other characters, they have their abilities and they all have weaknesses. Yeah, all of them do. That's the power. Because the thing is that um yeah, that's what this tournament was. When about. it comes to power. You're supposed to have a weakness. Everybody should have weakness or limit to their power. Otherwise, there's no point. Like Dragon Ball Z. Goku. <laughs> that's that's why there's no development or like growing from if you don't lack something, you can't grow. If you don't fail, you're not gonna grow. But everybody, even Todoroki, he has weakness. The thing is the only reason why he had to use a firepower he despised so much was because his body would freeze. He would get frostbites. Or like Bakugo, he has limits. His body will exhaust. If mm. he keep using yeah. his yeah, uh, he power. essentially started. To, That's why he yeah, has to use his body was starting to break, kind of mm-hmm. like Deku was in the beginning. Yeah, if you go over your limit, two consecutively. But yeah, like, let's talk about this most recent episode then, because we talk about the characters all day. I'm glad you're watching it though. Like, oh my god, you're finally up. now you know what Superman should be and all the dead might feels, yeah. and now you know <laughs> that motherfucker dies. It's over. <laughs> He's gonna cry. He's gonna, yeah. You're not gonna cry. Nah, I'm not gonna cry. Oh, oh. I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna cry. No worries. Oh my god, dead might man. Come on. <laughs> dead we, might. I'm gonna, dead I'm gonna be sad, but I'm not gonna cry. It's all the episode now. Unless, unless, unless Deku, unless Deku broke breaks into a musical and starts singing like <laughs> singing his emotions. Yeah, singing his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I'll cry. What a twist ending! <laughs> they can do a musical. Ep- they can do a musical episode. Yes, yes, I'm oh all about God. that. You looking at die? <laughs> right, yeah. right before he yeah, sucks. Right before he sucks on his neck. Die. Oh God. Let's talk about Bakugo and Deku. 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 Because this episode was titled Bakugo's Origin, and it did yeah. a sim- and I like that because he did a similar thing with Todoroki. And the episode where Todoroki and Deku fight, the episode was called mm-hmm. Todoroki's Origin. Yes. Because what they do is it's not an origin in the conventional sense where a typical superhero origin is this is my backstory this is how I got my powers this is why I am the way I am they it's more of uh, origin in the metaphorical sense that this is like the first step of them becoming with the hero that they sh- could be there's the first step of them fulfilling the potential of them being a true hero in Toroki's case it was his fight with Deku and learning to accept both halves of himself his mm-hmm. father and his mother with Bakugo it's accepting help it's accepting the camaraderie of someone that has all these twisted emotions about love. <laughs> pride, yeah. resentment, it's, anger. It's, it's love. He doesn't know how to deal with it. I yeah. think, because um, All Might did list the emotions that they were feeling for each other. I think um, <laughs> uh, Bakugo's was all rejection. He said envy. No, envy was on um, Deku. Oh. Envy, I don't admire, and something. I can't I think, remember. Was it passion? Was it passion? Passion. 
But um, for Bakugo, it was um, all jealousy, no, rejection and something. I don't remember the third one. But, like, they each have their reasons why they feel certain ways. And the thing is, it's not just Bakugo who actually grew from this, too. It was also um, Deku, too. Because, remember, even mm -hmm. um, Recover Girl says that, if anything, Deku worships All Might to the point that he doesn't even think about fighting. Yeah, him. he even tried to fight. Mm-mm. And Bakugo, you know, in a way, you know, he's saying, like, you know, if we can't, there's no point. Because Bakugo had a point. We well, don't fight, we run. Let's first. Cause we're at the end of the final exams, and this is the fight that we all wanted. We wanted to see All Might, Versus. Bakugo, and Deku. Yes. That was going to be the final match. And going into this, we all know Bakugo's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's my misunderstood it, child. Where other characters try to work together or have a plan to fight the teachers. He didn't bother talking to him. Bakugo no. basically just like, leave me alone. Shut off. the fuck up. He was like uh, Kagane in, in Game of Thrones. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. It's like, but we have a plan. Fuck off. So, going into it. He reminds me of Vegeta, though. Mm. He's like Vegeta, like, with on angry roids. <laughs> like, he's so angry. Like it's it's to the, and especially toward Deku. At least the other people he might yell at them all the time. But with Deku, he just has like this unbridled fury, and it just becomes like because it's love. I neither. He doesn't I'm not know. Co-sign that. He doesn't know how to. <laughs> you did. Your face co-signed it. It seems that way. I'm not gonna lie. If they, if they that, went that way, I would actually be okay with it because it it seems that way. He has all this pent up emotion that he doesn't know how to handle. Yeah, he's that's like, why. All he know. feels is like, oh my god, I have a boner for Deku. I don't want this. Mm. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but going into Bakugo is of course headstrong. He wants to fight All Might head on. And Deku, which is more reasonable, going, you can't beat All Might in a straight up fight. Come to find out, he did have sort of a plan. Bakugo did have a plan. Yes, but alone he couldn't execute it. Mm -hmm. But by accepting Deku's help and by Deku realizing that you know, he should help Bakugo in this fight. That he, he realized himself that he wasn't trying to fight All Might at all, and they compromised both of their ideas to fight and run, mm -hmm. which is the only way they could have actually won the test. Mm -hmm. So they do that. <laughs> yes. like, did you, like, going into this, how'd you feel about Bakugo? You thought, like, he was, you, you love him so much, but he seemed like a total asshole to me. He's an asshole and does. <sighs> I have this thing where I end up falling in love with the characters that are assholes. Okay. Because there's always a behind the reason why that they're the way they are, and also they're usually the ones who shows the second biggest, the second biggest um, improvement and the growth, other mm. than the main character. Yeah. So I, I tend to get invested in a lot yeah, of I, those characters. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you have a better understanding of Bakugo now after this episode? I think. Not as understanding in a way, but I can clearly see how he's going to be like. What kind of person he's going to be, what kind of hero he's going to be, and what kind of improvement he's going to be showing in the future. Hmm. He's slowly going to be more willing to work as a team. He's still going to yell at Deku a lot. I don't think that's ever gonna stop. Oh yeah, that's not gonna stop. That's <laughs> never gonna stop. He's always gonna talk even if, that even if they are, nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, scum. Even if they have Yo, like a chill. full, even if they have like a full understanding, they're still gonna have. He's still gonna yell at him. Yeah, I can see him doing that thing where it's like they become friends at some far point in the future, and then he he uses those mean words as like terms of endearment. It's like. Huh. Scum, like, oh, we're friends now. You still call me right, scum right before they kiss, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, or as they kiss, or yeah. as they kiss. <laughs> I mean, I'm rooting for my girl Hanada Uraka, <laughs> she's the Hanada of the show. So, oh, Uraka, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Deku does blush when he sees her, but the passion he feels. I mean, he punched All Might to save Bakugo. He punched his own idol to save his quote-unquote childhood friend who actually bullies him all the fucking time. But I did love that. Like, when they actually do start working mm-hmm. together, and there's moments where even Bakugo, like, breaks down. Oh. Where he's struggling so hard to win. <laughs> when he's all pinned down. Yeah, and he's like, all he can do is, like, bite all bite, my tan. No. And yeah. he's, ah! If you understand, if you've been watching this anime enough, you can't tell when the character's about to pass up because their eye, there's, like, dark, like, thin line going across their eye. Yeah. Because that means they're about to pass out, but he's not. Like, he's about to lose his consciousness, but he's still holding on. He can barely produce any kind of, you know, explosion, but he still tries his best doing it on his arm. His pride won't he's let like, him not oh, fight. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to keep fighting. He's like, I will win in my own way and bite the hand, and I'm like, oh, my God. But, like, the action was amazing because All Might gave zero fuck. Like, he he I, did not hold that on. That was yeah. a literal I was like, I was like wait a minute. Wait, what the fuck are you doing? Like... <laughs> Remember, like, when he, like, uh, when they fought and somehow, like, pushed the All Might aside, he gets up, he's like, teacher will do his best, too. And his eyes are glowing. I'm like, if you do best, you they will die. Yeah, I was like, huh? like he almost broke Deku's back. Fine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, All Might, calm down. But that you was hilarious. When they, when they, they stunned All Might for a second to run away. And they're running together. And it was like, do you think All Might's behind us? I'm not sure. But I see him gonna punch him in the face. Something to that effect. And then he's immediately still, like right next to him. Like, oh, like, oh what, what were you doing? <laughs> like, and he breaks both like the, his uh, grenade weapon things. Like mm-hmm. his, his wrist gauntlets. In like two swift actions. And then he grabs Deku and beats Smack Bakugo, Bakugo with it. Deku. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. He kicks him into a fucking truck. Yeah. I was what like, yo. <laughs> oh no. I mean, it's even the way All Might actually knocked Baku. He need his chin. Yeah. Chin. I mean, how is he not killing these kids? <laughs> chin. That knee was huge. I mean, I, I, obviously, even though he was still doing like he wasn't, he still wasn't hitting them at a hundred percent. It was just he could have toned it down. Did you not see the way the kids were flying across <laughs> he the stage? He could have still toned it down. Oh my god! It's just the way he would cry chop them so fast. <laughs> like, yeah. was like, oh, yo, when Bongo was like, simply power. <laughs> like, he, 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 yes, simply was English. Simply. <laughs> Power. I like how they emphasis do that like sometimes. Like they'll interject English and Japanese. It's like emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> Simply, like uh, like, oh like the mic, goodness. like the mic guy, the Sonic. He's like, are you ready? Holy yeah. <laughs> shit, though! Oh my god, but that fight was ridiculous. But I did like how it resolved. Mm-hmm. Where it once again it shows you Deku's. He when somebody's in danger, Deku's gotta care. save him. It, he if, if the option is to run away and save himself or save his friends, he Wait, will. I might definitely let them win. Oh yeah. Well, no, he faltered at the end too because he lucky. did, but he, he started. started he start, yeah, he started to run out of so power. So it's not so. that he let it. He, they got lucky. Yeah. Because he ran out of his time. And all, I think it's also a little bit, you know, just just like with um, Eraserhead, same uh, kind of thing where like, you kind of let them win. Like you don't try your absolute hardest. It's like all right, no, we and got you that. really shouldn't. I mean, it's fucking. No. Damn. Well, he. Meanwhile, <laughs> oh my, giving like people spine checks with like. <laughs> 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 Yo, when it opened up and he punched the air and it made that giant like crazy yeah. Yeah, destroy How you all the bell. He was like, you know, fuck the cause he's like, fuck the property. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Cause that whole thing was like, you know, fight, but make sure you don't damage the property. Yeah. He was like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, because for once he didn't have to be a hero, he was a villain. So who give, you know, if you're a villain, you don't give a fuck about the buildings and properties. 
it's just that whole scene was amazing. <laughs> but again, like it was more about the character development that made that because like the what drove that fight home mm-hmm. was the the final speech from All Might giving like an assessment of like their improvement over time. Mm-hmm. And then when they were in the hospital afterwards, him looking over them and being like, you know, Bakugo, you've improved so much. Or even during the fight, trying to explain to Bakugo, like, you know, yeah, that was improved, but like you're so busy looking at who you think is your rival, you're not mm-hmm. looking at yourself and your own improvements. Yeah, but he said it like, you know, the development, how much they develop and how fast you develop sort of different depending on whether you're level one or you're oh. level fifty. Yeah. And Bakugo's on level fifty because he has He's decent power. Gifted. Exactly. And not only that, if you look at it, you see the flashback of Bakugo actually admiring all might just as much as little deku did so if anything even if he has very twisted personality bakugo wanted to be a hero he's been wanting to be here for the longest time Mm. he has he has that passion he does it's just not expressed such a pure way like deku's does but bakugo wants to be the hero he does he's just just got you know yeah funny enough yeah funny enough they like Deku and Bakugo both love All Might to the mm-hmm. same degree, but Bakugo takes it in the sense like because All Might is like the number one undisputed hero. He has to beat that's, it. That's that's where Bakugo goes. Like he wants to be the number one undisputed hero, like All Might. Yeah, and that's why he has such a drive. Even though I was I was kind of disappointed once Todoroki and Bakugo first they they finally got to the moment where they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Todoroki didn't fight yeah. back. Yeah, he didn't fight back. Yeah. I, was, I like it though. Save that I wanted for Deku. to see that fight. Like I wanted to see that fight. Like because to me it kind of felt like Todoroki would have kicked his ass. He would have, but I still wanted yeah. to. See, I wanted to see that fight because they're like the two number one mm-hmm. in the school. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like the moment where Siler and Peter finally got to the moment where they're about to fight. <laughs> Siler and Peter. Yeah, and then, and then they cut. Then they cut. They cut the scene. Like it showed it all behind the doors. All you saw was lights. <laughs> and it's like, oh come on now. <laughs> I didn't even get to come. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm glad you watch it now. <laughs> uh, now we can talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, perfect vision for this episode. See, that's why Absolutely. I wanted to save my perfect vision. Like all those other, those episodes before this were great. I love the character development, all the side characters. You, now that you've seen it, you've seen the grape juice guy, yeah. grape rush. I was like, they always got to have one pervy guy. But I like him. <laughs> yeah, I like him I too. I think you relate to him. That's why you I like do. Him. Oh. <laughs> but you like you saw that last grape, episode, grape right? Juice. The grape rush. Yeah. <laughs> like that moment was impactful. It was like, yeah, you get it, pervert kid. Oh, Mineta doing something. Yeah, yeah Mineta, well, the, the kid with the bugs who I I didn't know he couldn't talk either. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Super psychic. Or uh, technically, actually, he can talk. He just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like perfect vision. I mean, I get what you were doing, but like, just because I rate other episodes perfect doesn't mean that this was on the same it's just everything is perfect in its own way well, see, but I, I gotta give it relative though I can't if I were to just write the whole series perfect vision yeah. not even a question yeah. but if I were if you want to give me like if I have to like, give you my exact rating for each episode there has to be some kind of like bar I can't be like this is a low perfect vision this is a high perfect vision that's it <laughs> so I think those other episodes with like character development and stuff like that those were more than passable but the stuff that makes me give me chills it makes me like almost cry. You that cried. Was this episode. What do you mean almost cry? You cried. I didn't really cry in this episode. I teared up a little bit and I got chills at the end. Because there's a difference between tearing up and crying. Yes, there is. Okay. <laughs> there is one little man tear in the corner of your eye or... <gasps> oh, God. I can't wait for that oh, to happen. God. I can't. Oh, don't forget this. At the end of this episode, we finally see the hints of new villains or yeah. rather like... The new recruit for the the League of Villain. 
I don't know their names. I know you like the, yeah, the female character. Oh, Toga? He's got yeah, I like fangs. Toga and... um. Oh, fuck. What was his name? Uh, My Hero Academia. Weird scar guy. Oh, his face? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't understand that at all. But I can't wait to see more of it in the, the uh, next arc. So, they actually... The, the girl, the blonde who had like really dark... like thick dark circle under her eyes yeah so her name actually is where is he himiko toga and the guy who had really patchy skin his name is dobby 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 like D-A-B-I. the harry potter, harry potter. Character? no Mas- dobby master potter <laughs> it's a Not free dobby. Elf. that's the, her, her, it was dobby no dobby is the, the stereo system yeah, yeah from yes remember the cinema that's dobby that's what you just said Dobby. Oh. Oh, it's so uh, close. <laughs> so close. Yeah, so far. Shut the fuck up. It's Dobby. It's D-A-B-I. Okay. And he's actually going to be the leader figure of the the new quote-unquote squad for the League of Villains. Mm. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Yes. As long as All Might doesn't die. All right. He's going to die. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, my God. I love it. And if you notice, one more, more thing before we move on. Did you notice that, like, the You Say Run, like, the main theme song, uh-huh. was not used for the All Might, uh, Todoroki, and, uh, I mean, All Might, Todoroki, All Might, Bakugo, and Deku fight. It no. was actually used in the previous episodes. Like, the, 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 the main You Say Run theme. They did play the... They use elements. They always use, like, that. They always have the theme of the song, yeah. but not the exact song. Yeah. They use it for, um, Bug Guy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I like that though because it's I like. I need to watch it again. Yeah. I need to. Double but I like that because like, you know he was he's never had that mm-hmm. moment before, so they gave it to him. No, I feel like I heard a song in this episode where you. I it's it's it a variation head. on it. It's not the main song. It's, it's not the All Might mm-hmm. versus Noble version. Oh. Of it. That's the main version. Yeah. Yeah. You say your own version. The yeah. original. Oh, so good. Na, na, it goes with everything. It makes Dragon Ball Z look good. Na, na, na. Yeah, it does. Oh my god, I forgot to do my uh, intro song. So that was Anime with Jay <laughs> Well, now we're running into Michael News. <laughs> anime with. <laughs> No, Michael News. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like a breaking news thing. Like you're in the middle of like anime. With <laughs> Why do you always cut me off? I didn't cut you off. Michael cut you off. Take away, Michael. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't try to throw that shit to me. Fuck you. I hate you. Fuck off. <laughs> I'll fight you. Oh, God. Uh, la, 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 la. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so apparently Jesse Eisenberg has been cut Good. from the Justice League. <laughs> okay. And uh, even with and also with that Iris West, Kersey Clemens, she's been cut from the Justice League too, which I didn't even know she was going to be in it. I also didn't know she was going to be in it. But yeah, they both been cut from the movie. And this is all thanks to Josh Sweden, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming so because he comes. The director is the one that comes up with the final cut. I mean. I mean, yeah. I like that in theory. Well, yeah, in theory, I like that because I didn't really, I wasn't a fan of Jesse Eisenberg's Lex, Lex Luthor, but at the same time, considering he is the one that summoned Steppenwolf, he should be in the movie. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. 
Just talk about him in passing. <laughs> <laughs> I was summoned by a squeaky voice, long-haired man. <laughs> so, so yeah, because even though I'm like, oh yeah, Jesse Eisenberg was trash as Lex Luthor for the story purposes that they established, he should be in the movie. Make him catatonic or something. I don't <laughs> want to talk. <laughs> or if he could just say like dark side or something. I don't know. But I see what they're doing. Like maybe they're trying to trim the fat. They're trying to make it more streamlined. Like trying to Yeah, I get that. But even still, like he's the one that summoned Steppenwolf, so he should be in the movie. Look, I get your <laughs> argument and you're right, but god damn it, it's like Luther. Let's just let's just move on. Josh Weed knows what he's doing. Okay. Uh DC has announced their major crossover for I was about to say Batman, but no, Arrow, Smallville, Smallville, what the fuck? What? I'm all, fuck, I'm all fucked up. What year are you in? Yeah. <laughs> Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Supergirl. Yeah. Is that all of them? Yeah. Yes. But they're doing uh Not Black Lightning. <laughs> no, not Black Lightning. He gets, no, he gets no love, apparently. Word. But they're doing uh, Crisis X, Crisis on Earth. Crisis on Earth X? Earth X, yeah. yeah. And basically, it's going to be... The premise is that Barry and Iris's long-awaited wedding pulls together all their friends, whether from this earth or otherwise, hmm. only to be gate-crashed by evil versions of Kara, Ollie, and Barry from Earth-X, alongside a fourth mysterious masked bow-wielding villain. They didn't say anything about it being Nazis? Because it's Nazis. <laughs> Spoilers, they're Nazis. Nah. It's, a, it's a basically a Nazi world. And it's kind of going to be like the Crisis on Two Earths anime movie. Did you see that? Which is based no, on the Earth 3 crime syndicate, which is like the evil Justice League. Interesting. So, like, basically, that society is like if in the World War Two Nazis won. Nazis won. So they're not necessarily evil, but uh -huh. they, they're inherently evil, but they, you know, don't believe themselves to be villains. It's one of those things. Uh, and also... Like Hydra. <laughs> Yeah, like Hydra World. <laughs> and also with that, they uh, one of the characters making an appearance in that crossover is going to be uh, Russell Tovey. This is him. As the Ray. Yeah, he's playing the Ray. Most people know him from uh, the werewolf from Being Human, the BBC version of Being Human. Yeah. I didn't watch it either, but I know the show. I know the show. But yeah, he's playing the Ray. For people that don't know, the Ray is based on a hero introduced in Grant Morrison's 2014 uh, DC comic series, Multiversity. And this incarnation of the Ray, he's he's a gay he's a gay reporter who discovered that government scientists were working on a secret project to transform light into weapons of mass destruction. However, before he could report his findings, Ray was exposed to a genetic light bomb that didn't kill him, but instead imbued him with light based powers, dubbing himself the Ray. He's recruited by Uncle Sam and freedom fighters to fight injustice. So another gay superhero coming to the D.C. Huh. universe and he's played by openly gay actor i didn't know he was gay is yeah. he gay in the comics uh he's in the comics yeah is he gay in Multiver the yeah he's gay in the comics oh, okay and uh also what was i gonna say they're doing like they're doing the ray right now it's like kind of like the vixen cw seed so he's doing that what's it gonna be on is it just in this crossover or is it gonna be well, he, like no the, the actor is gonna be in the crossover but he's also voicing the character in the cw seed so he's not gonna be in any of the shows he's just gonna be in the crossover yeah, just I guess just the crossover. Okay, and I'm pretty. I guess if he's popular enough, they'll bring him back. My thing is like, are they gonna have him hook up with Mr. Terrific? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that. <laughs> no, they. But are. I, 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 count, I ship Mr. Terrific and Rags Man, even though he's been MIA since. He like, come back. <laughs> they wrote him off. He was just like, yeah, he was just like, I'm coming back, and then he ain't come back. If he no. comes back, I want him and Mr. Terrific to get to get together. No, they because they got they got chemistry together. 
they wrote him off like the fourth pop-up girl, bro. <laughs> it was just like, I have to go now, and I will come back when fans demand me. <laughs> if they don't, you'll never see me again. Don't even bring up that Powerpuff Girl episode. I watched it. And Is I was that like, the news? No. no. I, I thought about it, but I was like, nah. <laughs> you want to talk about it real quick? Just real quick? I didn't like it. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. That's, that's real quick. It's everything we fear. Where it was like, for- and we say on the podcast before, like we were fearing it might be forced. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely forced. It was super forced. But yeah, I'm not even. That's all we're gonna say about that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh bliss. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even that. I'll just say this real quick. But Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles—that's their names. Mm-hmm. Bliss. Her name is like Blistina, Tamika, Watina. Or like she has all these stereotypical names. Wait, she does? Oh yes. I, don't I, watch, I watched the episode. Her name is like her name is Blistina. Short for you know bliss, short for bliss. Yeah, but it's like Blistina, watermelandria, all, all that shit. Does it really watermelandria? No, I'm, Don't I'm, say I'm, that. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm making that. Like, no, way. <laughs> no, I'm making that part up. But she has all these names, and they're like weird. It's like Blistina. I, I don't Who remember exactly what it, it is. Professor it's the professor. Yeah, the professor Utonium gave her all these names. <laughs> yo, he over here like your name is Shaniqua. Like what? Ah, <laughs> oh, bliss. Uh, yeah, Bunny is the only true fourth power of a girl. That, that fucking Bunny. Anyway, I'm not even gonna move it on. <laughs> but yeah, with the Han, Han Solo movie, they're saying that Darth Vader is slated to make an appearance in the Han Solo movie. <laughs> is that because they fired those other guys? That's what I'm thinking. Because Ron Howard's like, let's bring Darth Vader. But I'm just like, my initial reaction is like, I'm just like, why? Especially for like, spe- yeah, especially for like a Han Solo movie, like. Yeah, people are like, oh, well, his cameo in uh, Rogue One was epic, and he was only in there for a second. But I mean, but you th- think about it, the movie warrant, like, it was about stealing the Death Star plans. Yeah. If you think about, how, like, b- before he joined up with Luke and Leia, Han Solo had no connection to the Empire whatsoever. So exactly. it's like, why? Like, if you're going to tell these. It's Han. It's not even like there's going to be any kind of connection with. Yeah, like, if, you're gonna tell, like, if you're going to tell these auxiliary stories. Don't bring the Empire into it. Granted, I don't know what the story is, so it could be warranted, but I just feel like you don't need him. Like, tell something else. Yeah. But, it's yeah. just fan service. So that's, that's my re- that was my reaction to seeing, like, oh, they're bringing Darth Vader into this. It's not needed. Mm. Probably going to be cool when they actually do it, but I, I, I agree with you. It's not needed. But yeah, anyway, the CW and uh, the team behind Riverdale... They are developing a spinoff of, uh, again, rebooting Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, more more horror. They're going to make it more hard. The series is described as... More hard? Horror. I'm a horror. Yeah. The series is described as being tonally in the vein of horror classics like Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. And we'll see Sabrina wrestling to reconcile her dual nature as half witch, half mortal, while standing against the evil forces that threaten her, her family, and the daylight world humans have inhabit. Wait, is this a show? Not a movie? No, it's a show. It's, it's going to be a spinoff of Riverdale because River, Sabrina is actually a, a spinoff of the Archie comics. Wait, is Sabrina in Riverdale right now? No. But they were talking about bring like the uh, the executive producer was talking about bringing her in like as an, for for an episode, not necessarily having her With showcase. Magic. No, I was gonna say not necessarily having her showcase her magic, but yeah. just like a wink, wink, because it take because technically they take place in the same world. Wow, I didn't even know that. But yeah, movie. I didn't know that either till I read the till I read that news. Huh. So that that'd be interesting. They're gonna make it darker. Yeah, that's. I actually want to go back and watch because I've seen like the first maybe like three episodes of Riverdale, but then I just got caught up and watching other things. But I liked what I saw, so I want to go back and watch Riverdale. Wasn't Sabrina the Teenage Witch a fucking like a sitcom comedy? Co- yeah, kinda. 
With a laugh track? Yeah. And they're making a horror show? Yeah. Wow, okay. All right. I, I'm kind of interested in that. Change it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, inter- I'm interested, especially if they make it a better version of like The Secret Circle. I don't know if you watched that show uh-uh. on Netflix. Uh-uh. Uh, I mean, not Netflix. It was it was on CW, oh, but it got no. canceled. Oh, no. Sorry. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Did I'm you not watch a The Secret Circle? Guy. Did you no. Watch- <laughs> Fuck both y'all. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> anyway, speaking of horror... Uh, what, what what was her name? What is her name? Uh, Stacy Snyder, who's the CEO of Twentieth uh, Century Fox, she told Variety that the formula for the New Mutants, she said, think uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest and the Breakfast Club, and she also said, this is her exact quote. Two movies I, n- I haven't seen, but anyway, this is her exact quote: New Mutants. The Breakfast Club, you've never watched? No. Really? No. Don't you forget about <laughs> me? You need to watch the Breakfast Club, man. That's a classic. Hashtag. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, her quote was, New Mutants is about these teenagers who are just coming into their powers. It's like watching mutants go through adolescence and they have no impulse control, so they're dangerous. The only solution is to put them in a breakfast club detention slash cuckoo's cuckoo nest institutional setting. It protects the people on the outside, but it's strange and combustible inside. The genre is like a haunted house movie with a bunch of hormonal teenagers we haven't seen it as a superhero movie whose genre is more like The Shining than where than we're teenagers let's save the world. It's more like The Shining than where we're teenagers let's save the world. Yeah, there we go. And that's the New Mutants. That's the New Mutants, which I'm just like, again, which I said earlier, My Hero Academia is what New Mutants should be. Yeah. But they're not going to be, which is what I, this is what I was alluding to. My academia is what a lot of things should be. <laughs> like it's doing Western superheroes better than a lot of Western superheroes. Yeah, because like so. I said with my friend, like I was explaining, I was like, this is what the X Men movie should be. Because essentially, a kid, a group of kids with superpowers in a in an institution, learning how to use their powers and learning how to be heroes. Yeah, that's X Men. <laughs> all these, like, how many X Men movies have there been? It has been one movie from the perspective of a student within the school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what new. That's what New Mutants is supposed to be. But apparently, that they're not going that route. <laughs> they're a bunch of kids that have power, so they're going to be in detention. I say that, but I'm like, that's what the X Men '90s cartoon was too. All you have, all you have to do is, hey, main character Jubilee, an Asian girl. <gasps> that's crazy. Hey! <laughs> and then just follow her, and the, the headmasters are Wolverine, Storm, Cyclops, and then you know, the the school might get roped into some kind of like crazy antics, but it's through the perspective of a kid around the adult X Men. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, or like X Men Evolution. Yeah, same same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except that was they made the but they made the they made the X Men much younger. Like they made like Jean. But not all Gr- of them. Well, mo- mo- the only ones they didn't make younger was Storm and Cyclops. I mean no, Storm, Wolverine. Storm and Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them were students. Yeah. So yeah, even that that've been that've been great. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Fox. <laughs> Uh, this isn't like official because Netflix doesn't release their ratings, but a lot of third party uh, places like calculate based on like algorithms and stuff like that. Okay. So because of that, this is kind of come coming from Variety. Uh, they're saying that the Defenders is the Marvel Netflix's least watched show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the opposite of the Avengers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just funny to me because like... And it's weird because if you also think about it because they're saying Iron Fist is the most watched out of them. That makes no sense to me. Oh, yeah. Iron Fist is the most watched. You know what? Maybe maybe Iron Fist was like the last gasp. Like that that was the last bit of faith 
the mainstream audience had in the Netflix Marvel like universe. You know what I mean? Like after Luke Cage, you know that even half of that was still good. So you know we're still kind of riding the, f- that the high. first half. It would be one thing if the last half was the best part, but you but, you, but a lot of people don't even finish. Like a lot of casual viewers don't even get that far. Like some people get like halfway and they stop. You know what I mean? So like a lot of people are like, I like Luke Cage. Did you finish it? No, but I liked it. Yeah, sure. So it still could leave a good taste in your mouth. But like Iron Fist is from day one. For, yeah, from day one it was just shit. <laughs> it got better at it. It got a little bit better as it got towards the end, but not by that much. Yeah. But even then, like if you just take those first like. Six episodes, really. Mm-hmm. And then with the Defenders, like you're you're riding off of that low point, and on top of that, it's not that good itself. Yeah, then even with Defenders, they didn't really start getting interested until like episode three when they got to when they became the Defenders. Yeah, and the word of mouth would be killing it until you get to that point because everybody else is talking about like, uh, it's all right, I guess. But yeah. it's just like the, that's the worst thing you could do with these ensemble movies when the the sum of all the other parts isn't better than the individual parts. Like then it's like, what did you build towards? This is like a good example of like what might have happened in a parallel universe with the Avengers. Like if Avengers sucked, we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. then I remember you saying like the Avengers was the the movie was what got you into comics hardcore again. Yeah, yeah, and that's what made being a nerd mainstream for everybody. It was like that's what kicked off like the Comic Con culture and you know everything kind of spawned from that. I give a lot of credit to Marvel. Speaking of Marvel. Oh, oh, oh. good news i hope no fuck <laughs> well i i guess depending on your perspective there's talk even though some people are saying no it's not true but there's talk that inhumans good news. Is, yeah <laughs> there's talk that inhumans has already been canceled before it has even aired and the, that's because of the poster right? yeah that's because of the poster they're uh they're advertising and it says the complete series airs mm. september 29th and usually when, you know, people say like the complete series, I mean, it's over after that. Yes. And so people are like, oh, that means it's it's done. As opposed to just, you know. Season it, one. Yeah. Or or it's just airing September 29th. Like this yeah. is the change of the post. It just says complete series. Mm-hmm. But some people are saying, no, that's not the case because this is uh, from, from one of the articles. They're saying that the the uh, reason that it could possibly be saying complete series is because they aired the first two episodes in IMAX as opposed to now they're showing the complete like not mm. just the first two ser- not just the first two episodes they're showing the whole first season got you so, so they're saying crazy. that could be why it's saying complete series did you hear about so the um, we don't know on Instagram there was one of the actresses the girl that plays the bounty hunter at the end of this second episode someone talked about it being cancelled on like one of the recent posts and then she basically made like a winky face and was like, nobody's getting canceled over here. Like insinuating that the rumors aren't true. And that's, that's from one of the actresses. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. That's just another thing. It's like, maybe it's, maybe it's just the phrasing. Maybe that's just people's whole, like, like hopes and I dreams. Say, but yeah, truth, <laughs> of, truth of the matter is, the act, thinking. truth of the matter is actors usually don't know until the last minute. Sometimes actors find out when we find out. Oh, Damn, that was so you wake up like and humans cancel. Oh my job. <laughs> yeah. like I like I've heard I've seen interviews like with actors find like yeah I didn't find out till everybody else found out like wow. I didn't I didn't know. Well, we'll find so out. she could be saying that being hopeful, but then again, or it might not be canceled. But I mean, based on everybody's reaction to it, <laughs> I got was saying on my on my. Uh, Instagram I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling like the first episode is going to do great in terms of ratings, just because because of all the talk about it. Oh, the people that did, watch it, yeah, the talk see. that people didn't. You know, people going to watch it just to see. But then afterwards, everybody like, eh. yeah. Tell me about the uh, episode three, like the because like, they're going to air the first two, right? 
That I don't know. I think it's I don't know if it's gonna be the first two or just the first. Oh, well, whatever the second airing is, I want to see the the stats on that. <laughs> the drop off is gonna be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's canceled, you know, nothing of value is lost. <laughs> Maybe you just forget about it for like three years, and then Phase Five, we'll get in humans the movie for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, casting news: Multiple sources are saying that Hiroyuki Sanada has been cast. In a mysterious role in Avengers Infinity War. So I don't know what that means. He's probably playing one of the black, uh, what's Thanos? Is, uh, the Black Order? Yeah, the Black Order. Maybe. I don't know. Mysterious role. They talk about the theory about the Black Order and how they might be the... Uh... Oh, there's a really awesome theory on a podcast. Let's just do a couple pop culture leftovers. But they had an awesome theory about the, the Black Watch. Or not the Black Watch. What, what are they call? That's the Night's Watch. What am I talking about? That's, that's Game of Thrones. Uh, the Black Order. Thanos' Black Order. Mm-hmm. That they might be uh, Sif and the Warriors 3 transformed. Just because visually they all look similar. Even like the one guy has like a hood kind of similar to uh, the Asian guy in the second movie. But because they're supposed to make an appearance. I, are I sure that's supposed to the podcast? I feel like I did. Oh, no, okay. I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't remember this. Okay, well because they're supposed to make an appearance in Thor Ragnarok. But they haven't shown them in any trailers or in anything yet. People are thinking maybe they're going to show up like toward the end and just being captured by Hela and transformed into uh, Thanos' minions. That would actually be cool. It'd be a cool way. Because I, I feel like they've been very underutilized. The Warriors 3? Yeah. But, and it would also give like a cool, like so they're not just henchmen in the, the Infinity War. You actually yeah. care about them. Yeah, I honestly thought like they would have, I thought Thor 2, they would have had more. I mean, granted, they kind of did, but not really. Not really. Yeah. They, the most and they even, and then, out. And now <laughs> even Thor 3, like, they don't even seem to. They seem to be side characters. Like, like you said, they're gonna be in it, but like you haven't seen anything. You haven't it. seen any of them. Yeah. So he's so, like, he's coming up with a new team. It's like, but what happened to your old team? Yeah, or maybe that's what happens. You had this team before you had the Avengers. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe yeah, they maybe. So that yeah, that would be a good theory if that's the case. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fans are petitioning to have J.J. Abrams removed as the director of Episode Nine. Why? Because they're saying most fans agree that Abrams' vision for start for The Force Awakens resulted in a rehash of A New Hope. It said, the petition states, there was virtually no creativity and no risk taken. Such complacency cannot be the trajectory of this sequel trilogy. More specifically, the metric for success in a Star Wars movie cannot be box office sales. Lucasfilm and Disney need to listen to fan criticism. Star Wars fans deserve better. They demand better. Wow. That's, that's so, some, high, some big words for, yeah. <laughs> for the Star Wars fandom. I mean, how do you feel about that? In a way, I kind of agree. Same. But at the same... I mean, I like JJ. Like, I love Fringe. I mean, that's And not, I feel like... But, okay, so I agree with you. I'm, I'm also kind of with them, what they're saying. But, like, I would argue that maybe Force Awakens was meant to be a retread of the original to get the bad taste of the prequels out of people's mouths, kind of get that Star Wars OG spirit back. So I I get that direction, and it was a good movie, so it's like I can't really complain about it. So I get their complaint, and it's even, like, to kind of couple with that with – to give more credence to their their issue with this. I mean, look what he did with Star Trek. The first Star Trek was great, and then the second one was – once it was a full retread of uh the what was the con one called uh star trek uh, uh in, it was into darkness no, but it was, dark, it was no. based on the one with con 
I don't, I don't know. know. I, the, the the reboot of Star Trek was the first time I ever watched Star Trek. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so see, I, I watched. Even, yeah, I don't know. Oh, see, I, I at least know of that Star Trek. Movie yeah, I know nothing of Star but Trek. It was basically they he pulled elements just like he did with Star Wars: Force Awakens, and it was a worse movie for it. So it's like I can, I see that maybe he's a great at starting things, like starting a universe, but maybe not continuing it. So it's also a fear these people might have. So I mean, I, I get well, it. hopefully, because he's building on Ryan Johnson's uh, episode eight. Maybe that'll help change it up a little bit, like what he may have done if he like did episode eight and then episode nine. Yeah, I mean, there's also things like you know from like a writer's perspective, if he built things into the first movie, he didn't expect to be the one closing the trilogy. So now he has to pay off the things that he set up in the first movie. That you know, if, if he didn't come back, it was just like a thing. You t- you'll figure it out. Like here are the little the. Threads. I mean, that's kind of some you'll of the stuff he said. Like when uh stuff they they asked him about Ray's parentage and stuff like that. He was like, "We'll figure it out." <laughs> yeah, now it's, it's like, "Oh, I have to figure it out." <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Uh- <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, moving on. This this segment is gaming in color. <laughs> you know, gay gaming. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> anyway, injustice. They revealed uh Raiden. You know, they showed the Raiden trailer because he's one of the new characters in the game but they also showed that black lightning mm. is going to be an alternative skin of raiden which what yeah so they're introducing black lightning <laughs> but he's an alternative skin <laughs> not a fan <laughs> that's fucked up it is because you think about like like john store is an alternative skin for hal jordan vixen is an alternative skin for cheetah now Black Lightning is I didn't a, know all that really yeah for Injustice now Black Lightning is an alternative skin of Raiden bruh it's like just wow they really are like the like this afterthought like oh yeah I guess it can be I mean granted you got Cyborg and you got uh, uh, Firestorm mm-hmm. and then you also have Blue Beetle Javier uh, not, not, not Ted Cord, but uh, fuck why, why is his name blanking on me not Ted Cord, but I the other Blue Beetle. Name. The Spanish kid. The Spanish kid, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of his name. But yeah, so those are the diverse characters. But I guess if they're bringing more, they got to be alternative skins. He's named three. How many characters are in Justice? There's a bunch. There's a bunch, yeah. He's, he's named three characters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Those are the three. <laughs> the rest is, uh, I, yeah, you'll get yours, I guess, in skins. Like, what? Alternative skins. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> yeah, me. Especially Black Lightning and Raiden. Yeah, I was going to say, like, especially considering the fact that, like, hey, I'm well, not even. Vixen and Cheetah, even that doesn't make any sense. Vixen's I, power is like summoning. I guess, well, I guess because Cheetah is like a cheetah. Like, she moves like a cheetah. So why don't we get another girl that can summon a cheetah power? But Vixen's more than just that. Yeah, I know, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like that's you. I would argue the other way if it wasn't three other examples of this happening. So like that's wow. But my thing is not even just that, but it's like I'm not already not even a fan that you bring a Raiden into the game because it's a DC game, and I get and yeah, I get it. It's made by the same people that made Mortal Kombat, so you gotta Fuck. have, so you want you want to have that camaraderie because even in the Mortal Kombat games, like yeah. they had like they had DC versus Mortal Kombat, so they have like a camaraderie yeah. with the two studios. But you already got Sub Zero, you I'm, got you got your one Mortal Kombat character. Why do you need two? I'm gonna agree with you because I also wasn't even thinking about that. I, in my mind, Justice is Mortal Kombat. So I was like, yeah, right, okay, you're interesting in a writing character. But I'm like, wait, you're right. Right. Also, that like they're why isn't it the other way then? But even with that, like they're they're bringing Hellboy into the game. He's not even a DC character. Oh really? Hellboy's yeah. They're bringing which I'm which I I don't really mind that, but it's like the fact that it's acting like the 
not necessarily that they're bringing these characters in there, but then they're saying, oh, let's make let's make Black Lightning an alternative skin for, you know, Raiden. I think especially with the Black Lightning example, that should have been the other way around. It should have been yeah, Black Lightning been the, with the Raiden agree. skin. It should have been, yeah, Black Lightning or even Static, like because they, originally they were going to put Static into the game, but they took Static out to bring Raiden. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we don't want to have two characters with similar powers. You know, because what the fighting could be, even that doesn't make sense because you have Supergirl and S- Superman. Yeah. They're both have, they have the same powers, but they gave them different movesets. Yeah. You do the same thing. With any of these guys, especially John Stewart or Hal Jordan, like, yeah. they're different. Like, John Stewart's an architect. Like, why not he have is. his, uh, like, contracts be different? Agreed. What the fuck? Whatever. You know what? No, we're afterthoughts, so it's like, yeah. all this logic is just like, who, what? No. You, you've got the black skin. You're good. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Marvel is apparently developing a power pack movie for you know i i guess i guess it's going to be part of the mcu but it's saying expected maybe around 2020 so that's i guess that's after phase three and this is gonna be the mcu yeah i mean if it's a marvel movie power pack movie that yeah they're developing a power pack I movie i don't even know what that is it's a it's basically a bunch of kid kid superheroes is that reed richards no, Every, th- uh, Franklin Richards is he in it? I don't think it's, I don't think so. But basically, it's like spy kids. It says it's gonna be like a spy kids like story. It says yeah. if you're uh, here we go because I didn't know what it Marvel's was. Marvel's Kingsman. It says if you're <laughs> unfamiliar with the property, it tells the story of Jack Julie, Kate Jack Julie, Jack Julie, Jack comma Julie comma Katie and Alex Power, four siblings who are granted incredible abilities by a dying Chimillion which is an alien race named Alfre Whitmain. I think you mispronounced chameleon. <laughs> no, it's oh. Chi- Chimelian. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Chimelians may be somewhat familiar to readers by any number of Inhumans comics as they have appeared in them as well. But if you've never heard of them, just imagine a humanoid horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> the kids meet uh-huh. the kids meet Whitman when he comes to Earth to stop their father, Dr. James Power, a physicist who has discovered a way to convert antimatter into energy from accidentally destroying the Earth with with his experiments. This is Beta Ray Bill like that. Whitney alien? is followed to Earth by by the evil power stealing snarks and is mortally wounded by them in battle. Before dying, Whitney gives each of the children access to a power that would help them stop the snarks from stealing the antimatter equation and access to his interstellar ship. Friday. What? While the children originally possess one ability. Alex can manipulate gravity. Julie can fly at incredible speeds. Jack can manipulate the mass of an object and change its density. And Katie can manipulate and use energy fields. Over the years, their powers have been traded back and forth during times of need. That's power pack. The mass person and the gravity person. I'm confused about how that is different. Uh, I guess, I mean, if you can change gravity, it can float. But mass, it doesn't float. I don't know. I don't know how mass works. Can you? have so little mass that you can't float or you can't float yeah i don't i don't yeah i I guess i don't know gravity as long as there's a gravity on this plane you you can't be like gravity free you even if you have your zero mass you're still i I need to see how that like works like how does when he uses gravity power something gets really heavy and mass power something else gets really heavy really light or really light yeah. Can he? Can, wait. Yeah, you I was gonna say if you're, you're if you mass, right? Yeah. I was gonna say if you're really light, yeah, wouldn't you float? Yeah. So it's like helium. Yeah. 
So I'm like, you it can't really like the same fly. Thing. You're floating, but you're not flying. Whatever. This is a weird. This is basically their answer to the um, Incredibles for Marvel, right? <laughs> basically. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. The HBO has fi- officially said they're moving forward with the Watchmen TV series. Okay. Like I said, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Thing. Yeah. Uh, if you don't remember from me bringing it up before, it was Dave, Damon Lindhoff who uh, who did Lost and The Leftovers. He's uh, helming the show. So yeah, now it's official. That's hopeful. Well, before it was just talk. Mm-hmm. And Watchmen is, you know, I think it's better in long form. So yeah, a show is better than a movie. Uh, last couple bits of news. Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger are coming back for James Cameron's Terminator series. Yeah. Why? Why? There are more to tell? There's always more to tell, Jamie. This Terminator is a grandfather now. and he's Yeah, because I'm guessing all the other Terminator movies... Don't count. And so since they James... wiped the since, board clean since, again? Because James oh, Cameron yeah. is coming back. Uh, and James Cameron did Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. Uh, so he, he wasn't involved in all the other so ones. So Salvation and Genesis don't count? Salvation, yeah, so because... Yeah, James, yeah, James Cameron wasn't involved, involved in all the other ones. So he, he, did, he started Terminator 1 and Terminator 2. So according to him, all the other ones don't count. So this is like... This technically would be Terminator 3, even though it's really like Terminator 9,000. <laughs> All they could do was make the Genesis plot better, because I, I, I thought like the idea of like them going back and retconning the timeline and all that crap was kind of interesting. Mm. I even like the idea of an older T one thousand that like raised Sarah Connor. I thought that was cool. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, but they didn't do anything with it. It nope. just went in, off into its own little bullshit about John Connor being Terminator and all that other bullshit. But <laughs> it was it, 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 the premise was decent. So if they kind of like take a premise like that and expand upon expand upon it, I'm, I'm down for it. I'll never give up on Terminator. I love two too much. When fucking Arnold went down in that yeah, but they, they yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know, I cried, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but they're old. Yeah, yeah. Like, get another. <laughs> get different Terminators. <laughs> Linda Hamill, I kind of get. Like, show old, like an old Linda Hamill chill, still trying to save uh, her son, John Connor. But, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger come back as a Terminator? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Might be a thing, you know? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, whatever anyway uh the official release date for voltron season four right. has come out and it's october 4th so season four look for that give yeah, my shiro back wow i feel like three just came out it did we just it reviewed did. a couple months shit. ago it did. uh anyway they they released the trailer for tomb raider starring uh oh, I saw it. alicia vacanter did you guys did you see that yeah it looks uh, all right what, what do you think yeah. yeah i mean you know it looks like tomb raider it looks like that new reboot video game they did i don't know yeah. I was indifferent about it. Yeah, I was indifferent about it. I was like, Same. Eh. It's like, you know. It looks generic. Like, Tomb Raider was never a thing where you. Like, I, I played the game like, when I was I kind of like the games. I never even I know, I, big I, the I, games. I play, I, Yeah, I pretty much played all the games. All the now, Tomb Raider games. Now, give me an Uncharted movie. Then I'd be like, what? hell yeah. <laughs> never. Well, they ta- they were talking about doing it. But they should. Talking. Oh, that, that doesn't get you anywhere. I want Nathan yeah. Philly and Sully. He'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> anyway, last uh, another trailer. Uh, did you guys see the official trailer of The Punisher? Yes. 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 So yeah, so that that dropped. I'm excited for that. What do you What do you think of the trailer? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of excited. I mean, this is after the Defenders, so I'm just like, oh, whatever. I'm exa- I'm exactly, because of that, I'm kind of skeptical about it. Yeah. I mean, and Punisher himself isn't a character, like, it's not Daredevil to me. Like, Daredevil I was excited for just by hearing that it's going to be a Daredevil show. Mm-hmm. Punisher's like, yeah, I liked them in the Daredevil show, so I guess I'm excited, but like, I've never been a fan of his character mm-hmm. from my childhood. 
He's more just been like, you know, a side piece of other characters. Side piece. Yeah, he's been a side piece. Like, he was like anti-hero to me. Yeah, he'll show up in like Spider-Man. He'll show up in an Avengers comic. But like, I don't need it. I don't need a whole story about Punisher. Yeah. Even though I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited about it. Max, what's his name? Huh? The Punisher Max run? Punisher Max? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. But I'm just saying. I know. I'm definitely excited about the Punisher series. Anyway, hopefully our our excitement isn't destroyed. <laughs> Last bit of news: apparently somebody else is in the final running to play Shazam. Parker Young. It's not John Cena. <laughs> no, well he's he he's in the running too, but somebody else. Parker Young, if you guys remember him, he was the uh, campaign manager for Oliver this past season. That got with Felicity. I mean, not oh, Felicity. Yeah, yeah. That got with, with uh, Thea. Yeah, Thea. Huh? Remember the, 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 ca- the campaign manager? I don't remember uh, his face. He's a generic, pretty white guy. Oh. But uh, actually, you're going to need to pause it real quick. Why? Because uh, his audition tape leaked, and I wanted to show oh, you guys. Just play it. Just play I'll cut it. it. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. <clears throat> oh, thank God, Freddy. How do I know you're not a super villain using telepathic abilities to make me believe you're Billy? What? No, no. Uh, I, I've got proof, okay? See, look, I, I lied, all right? I took your bullet, and I'm... No! Oh, come on, really? You saw it though, right? I mean, it's me, Freddy. I swear it's me. And listen, man, I, I know we're not really good friends and all, but you're the only one I know who knows this Caped Crusader stuff. That's Batman. Forget it. Can I... Yeah. What are your superpowers? You think I know? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. Wait, can you fly? What do I do? Just Superman it? I feel stupid. Huh. So yeah, so he's he's one of the ones in the final <laughs> running. Anybody making all, you can be awkward. I don't think being awkward. Honestly, The Rock would do it way better. Oh <laughs> my god, he's Black that'd be Adam. Yeah, he's Black Adam though. Yeah, <laughs> but that that's honestly what he's the best at. That was okay. I mean, mm, he wasn't, he wasn't amazing. Bad. What'd you think about it? I mean, I thought it was decent. I mean, granted, just an all you can't really judge. Just speaking as an actor, my you know, you can't really judge the full thing. You know, without the costuming and the, the costume, dir- and then the, the fact makeup, you know the director is saying this is what I actually want. Script. You know, the director saying this is what I want as opposed to what you gave. You know, yeah. so there was no real direction from that. It's just his tape leaked. But in terms of like, he doesn't like if you think he's of him, the build. Well, granted, granted, guess, granted, no I, one has the build. yeah. I was gonna say, granted, he can get to that. But even with that, like you compare like Henry, like uh, Henry Cavill. I mean, he, not his jaw is like, fucking stone. Like that guy, he's or like a the Rock. Guy. Or you compare the Rock. Forehead. You compare the Rock to him. Like he, he's John Cena. Like yeah, John Cena. I can see standing next to Henry Cavill. This this guy. I can't imagine John Cena acting like a little kid. I mean, I've seen him do awkward things. Look, I don't even think John Cena is like the best pick. I'm just saying. This guy didn't really excite me that much. No. But what did kind of excite me is the dialogue. If that's the dialogue they gave them, like, you know, oh, to yeah, practice oh. with, at least it sounds like, you know, a more lighthearted character. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's cute. I'll say that much. <laughs> he's I like you have really low standard when it comes to guys. You say oh, everybody's snap. cute. He said no, I don't. Like low standard. <laughs> you say everybody's cute. I, I, I don't trust I, you anymore. I don't say. And the people that I say are cute, you agree with. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't said not one person that was cute that you didn't agree with. Oh. We, we can there's go back. one right there. Well, there's one, but I mean. <laughs> one right there. That ain't cute. I think he's all right. 
He's not ugly. No, he's not ugly. He's the, I'm not saying no all. No one's ugly. If they're famous, they're not ugly. Oh, I can name. No, that's not true. Usually <laughs> the guys that we check out, Jump if they're famous. <laughs> oh, shut up. My point being is I'm not saying he's like out, the best thing I've ever seen. I'm just like, he's a... Uh, he doesn't evoke Shazam for me. Like, looking at him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could look at people and be like, I kind of see you as a superhero. Like, he seems like a normal guy. Did you know that Henry Cavill would be Superman? Did you see it in him? I did. Yeah, if you show me, I mean, I didn't ever look at him and go, like, he could be Superman. But, like, once they were like, he'll be Superman, I could go, yeah, I could see that. You see in his eyes, his ridiculous chin. <laughs> He's chintastic. Like the jaw. Yeah, like, the jaw. The jaw. The rest, I don't know. Yeah. And he, like, he just, I don't know, even his build, even though, like, even, like, you know, it's like people just have natural builds. Mm-hmm. Like, even, he, he bulked up for the role, yeah, but his natural but build is not, big. But he has the natural build. Yeah. This guy just seems kind of normal body. Is he tall? I don't even know how tall this guy is. I'm not sure how tall he is. Well, either probably... way, I'm just saying, like, looking at him... Doesn't excite you. It didn't elicit, like, oh, that's that's Captain Marvel right there. Like, oh, that's him. It just seemed like a guy acting like Captain Marvel. <laughs> Granted, he could be cast and be fucking awesome, because people say the same... Like like I said, when I when Grant Gustin was cast as The Flash, I was like, what? <laughs> but yeah. uh, he's 5'11". Oh! 11. Okay, so, so yeah, He's taller, but that's not no. Here, like, Cavill and Batman are taller. Yeah, like the like rock. The rock is like six, six four or something. Yeah, see, like. I'm not feeling that. <laughs> just standing next to these people, he'll be like the smallest person. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because uh, uh, Ben Affleck, he's like six three. Terry Cavill, yeah, yeah. But yeah, me. That's the end of. Yeah. yeah, that's the end of oh, the news. Put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. If, I, if I was like, no. If I if I was Green no. Lantern, it's like no. these giants of five eight. Like, hey, what's up? Especially since like Shazam is like technically a literal god. Well, not literal. He's not like a god like Wonder Woman, but he gets his powers from gods. He's Superman level. He's yeah. supposed to be a magical Superman, but whatever. But yeah, that's the end of there. that's the end of the news. All right, that was a fun episode filled with. Episode 51. 51. Woo! We got, rev- we got reviews. We got pity reviews. Pity can reviews. And can we, got- we watch something good for once? Like, I feel like we have to watch something good. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. More than high. I was going to say, you're more than high than low. I want something good. Less than more than high possible. I want more than, like, I want, like, more than possible and, like, good. I want something good. It's like, oh, my God, that was awesome. B minus. Isn't that good? Wait. I want A. I'm going to check the Rotten Tomato score. Friend request. Oh. It might be good. I liked Unfriended. It, that's what I'm gonna say. You I'm, put headphones on. Look, if we it have might to be good. vlog it, if we have to vlog that shit, we have to do it here instead of going to theater. Yeah, but we wouldn't. I mean, we couldn't watch Unfriended to do the vlog. No, because I already watched it. Yeah, or or the, oh, you. Shit. Fuck you. What? <laughs> Never mind. What it has a 21. percent Oh God. Okay. You. Well, we'll continue researching we'll and see what we out. can do. Whatever. Yeah, we, we gotta find the perfect scary movie to scare you. Shut the with. fuck up. Hashtag I watched too scary. many. Yeah, I even watched the, too even many the audience now. the audience score is a 31. percent So. Oh fuck yeah. yeah we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been Blurred Vision for the week, guys. Let's wrap it up. This has been Jordan with Jamie, Michael, and we will see you next week. Peace. Ciao. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up.